Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where it is safe to say that Tony Khan has delivered on the promised shift in the pro wrestling landscape. It's lost the mid card. Here we are, special Friday episode. Uh, we decided to uh, push our show back a couple of days this week to include Winter is Coming. As you see uh, from the picture behind me, it was a very monumental night on AEW Dynamite for sure. And uh, NXT actually, uh, <coughs> NXT actually uh, delivered pretty decently in their <clears throat> their War Games go home show, and so we'll Is talk. I... We'll talk about that, and uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk predictions for War War Games uh, coming up here uh, at, <coughs> at the end of the show, and uh, we'll see what happens. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net. For being our, uh, for being our podcast host, and uh, what you can do is a search for uh, on Spotify or any of your favorite podcasting apps. Search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way, you know every time a new episode comes your way. Typically every, <clears throat> uh, typically every Wednesday. But uh, when you subscribe, uh, you will then know uh, when a special day comes your way, like this episode here that's coming to you on a Friday. You can also subscribe to us on the YouTube. The links to that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost the midcard as well as our Twitter at LITMC podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he's on the Twitter at raw. If showtime is Mr. Matt black, Matt, how you doing? I am doing well. Uh, they fucking delivered last night, man. AEW delivered. Couldn't be. I could not be happier with how the with how the show <laughs> turned out last night. So, when oh Tony, boy, when Tony said that, why did it, why did he say that a couple weeks before this day? I wish he would have worded it differently. Yeah, he <laughs> said the balance of power in wrestling shifts tonight. Yeah, if he would have said something along the lines of the balance of power in wrestling begins to shift tonight, <clears throat> would have been totally different. Just change a couple words. But when you when you say something like that, um, w- when it comes to a solo episode, y- you know, you set yourself up for. For you know, not goodness. <clears throat> hey, look, I'm uh, representing Vince McMahon tonight. Oh boy! For those listening to the podcast, JB is wearing a <laughs> Twitch T-shirt. Yeah, Twitch TV dot slash JB Huskers. <clears throat> I haven't streamed in a while though. I kind of did all right for a while, and then I'm just like, eh. Well, we got. Two episodes of Dynamite to talk about. We're going to quickly comb through la- the week before. Um, 
uh, kicked off with a, a man that has risen through the ranks. Uh, this will not be the last time we talk of him this week, and that is John Silver. <clears throat> I uh, uh, When this was announced that he would take on Hangman Adam Page last week, I go, hey, he, he is arriving if he's taking on someone like Hangman one-on-one on Dynamite. And uh, sure enough, I mean, <clears throat> I don't... <clears throat> I don't know if <clears throat> Reynolds has been hurt. Well, he hasn't been hurt. I don't know if he's been hurt. I, I know he, he probably had COVID a while back. Obviously, he wrestled last night. Um, but we, have, uh, we haven't seen much uh, of them tagging together. I think they might have tagged on Dark. So, But, uh, man, Silver is turning into a, a superstar before our eyes, isn't he, Matt? He's, he's over, man. Um, we'll talk about him being over once we get to last night's episode of dynamite, but a very, uh, very, a very competitive nine minute match with hangman, Adam page. Um, I think silver hung with Adam really well in that, in that match. Didn't he, Matt? Dude, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just, I can't clear my throat. I got a cough. I I got all sorts of shit going on. What was the question? Sorry, I'm just heavily distracted at the moment. <clears throat> the question was, um, uh, how how'd you think Silver hung with Adam Page there in that 10-minute match? Oh, it was great. What they did, I thought they had a great match last week. I mean, nobody really wants to hear about last week. Everybody wants to hear about last night. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, I you know, I thought I thought Silver and Silver and Heyman had a great match. Um, Alex Marvez interviewed Kenny Omega, and he started and he used words cleaner and best bout machine and best in the world, uh, which uh, foreshadowing to the old Kenny Omega, huh, Matt? I don't even think I've heard best bout machine on AEW television. Have you? I mean, it's in his entrance theme. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like it's said on a microphone. That's what I mean. I'm sure it's been, I'm sure it's been said at some point. <clears throat> yeah. Um, how awesome was it to see Taz slap the Taz mission on Cody last week? I, I, I never thought we'd see Taz get physical in wrestling again. So it was very surprising, but very cool. That was an effective segment, wasn't it? It was it was very it was very well done. Uh one of several promising tag teams in the division top flight, which we've praised on the show here the last couple episodes, they took on TH two in uh in a good showing. Uh TH two got the win. Obviously, <clears throat> much like private party. You know, you got these young kids, you know, they're, they're going to take a few L's here before they start getting, uh, uh, <clears throat> start getting some momentum in AEW. So don't be, don't be too discouraged by that. Cause the boys got contracts. Um, FTR talking about how full gear is one of the worst nights of, of their lives. Um, mentioned how just because the bucks were better for three seconds, doesn't mean they're the best tag team in the world. More to come from those guys. Uh, Chris Jericho and Hager took on uh, took on uh, SU. So uh, in in a very entertaining tag match. 
Uh, then all of Inner Circle attacked SCU after the match. Scorpio's, I thought it was funny. Scorpio runs out with a steel chair. There's seven guys in the ring, and they all bail. Because uh, Scorpio, just one guy had a chair, and they all bail. Wrestlers fear for your steel chairs, my friend. I, I, I guess so. I guess so. Um, I uh, contract signing part two, Matt. I fucking loved the uh, the silhouette of Omega. You know, as we've seen the last few weeks, I fucking loved when Moxley walked in behind him. That was such a cool effect, wasn't it? It was, ni- it was very nicely done. That was I, I thought it was interesting, and it was so cold last night that Kenny didn't get his ah. Uh, his dancers, his his cleaner girls, his broom girls. I think they're. I think they're. I think he called them cleaner girls. Cleaner girls. Something along that. Something along that line. Uh, so that was a sweet effect, and uh, Moxley gave uh, uh, Omega the paradigm shift on the belt and signed the contract. It was a very cool, <clears throat> very cool segment. Um, it's kind of nice to see a fresh contract signing you, you know wwe does about the same fucking one thing i'm very happy about I, i'd say they've pro- i'd say aw's probably done about a half a dozen contract signings since the since the company started and not one of them has resulted in somebody going through a table <laughs> yeah uh, mm-hmm. it's it's so it's so fucking refreshing that contract signings can be done in another way they, they don't have to end with with one person put in the other through the fucking table it's not i it's it's appreciated yeah I, I, i'm here for it <laughs> and now we have a theory on who attacked moxley the week before when they oh, tried to do so, the... there's so many theories out there now so many we'll get to that in a minute uh hikaru shida anna jay uh, for the AEW women's title, of course, nobody expected Anna Jay to win, but Anna Jay definitely much improved in the ring. Uh, again, she's like 23. She's just, and she's only been in the business a couple of years. She's just getting started. And look, uh, and I'll go on record and saying I'd rather see Anna Jay with the AEW women's title than Abaddon. Yeah. Uh, so I'm my, just, I'm just <clears throat> throwing that out there. And my good, I, my good buddy John Canton is the, expecting Abaddon to win the title from Sheena. No, no way. I don't expect it now. No, because but, here's here's the thing: they have to freaking like Britt Baker's Britt Baker's winning that championship. Yeah, and I feel like they're just dragging shit out so she can do it at Revolution. And and both first beat Thunder Rosa somewhere down the line, and, which and, yeah, it's it's December. Revolution's the end of February. Yeah, so, so I mean so, they've got they've they've got essentially three months. But I feel like the end game is Britt winning that title at the next pay per view, and they're just trying to figure out things for Britt and Sheeta to do. Yeah, I completely. Meanwhile, between I, now and then, I completely disagree that that I uh, of the thought of Abaddon taking it. I don't. I, I don't, we've I don't barely think so. I we've don't barely think <clears throat> we've barely seen her on Dynamite. So, and honestly, um, I was surprised we saw her back the other week at all after she apparently suffered a very scary injury in that the dynamite tapings a month or month, yeah. month and a half ago against Ty Conte. Yeah. You know, and luckily that was, that was, um, luckily that was a dynamite that was being taped. And luckily that wasn't aired on live television, whatever, whatever happened. I mean, to the point where they like, 
just cut the cut the entire match out. So, what do you, uh, <clears throat> Matt Hardy, cutting a promo after that? What do you, th- what do you, what are your thoughts on the? Uh, I'm, uh, I, I take credit for everything, Matt Hardy. Yeah. See where it goes. Yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes. I'm not feeling it right now. I want broken Matt. Um, that's that's my favorite. You know. What do you think Matt's doing? Why or why he's doing this? Why why is he? Because he likes to reinvent himself and try new gimmicks out. That's why. I, I just I don't <laughs> think that, I don't think this one has a lot of legs. Um, I think I think he can do it for a couple months, and he's gonna have to do something else. Like I, I just, I really don't, I really don't think it's going to do, you know, anything for them. Would you like to see a big money Matt run as a heel? I'd rather see big money Matt than see, than see the, the truth is the truth character right now. March has got to fucking kill me. Why? Um, because he's Matt. Is he, is he's he liking Matt, this? He's, he's the ultimate Matt Hardy, Mark. I don't know anybody that likes Matt Hardy more than him. Okay, but um, why so why I'm, why why would he be mad at you saying uh that uh, you want to see big money Matt over this character currently? Because I have, he has told me on several occasions over the last 7 days the truth is the truth. So clearly he's enjoying he's marking this, out. Iter- th- this iteration of the Matt Hardy character. I'm not feeling it yet. Look, it could grow on me. Yeah. We don't know, but like right now it's just like <laughs> eh. So you're saying Mark Cho is marking out. That is that is an accurate statement. His name is Mark. <laughs> A tremendous main event last week with uh with pa uh, with pa Pac. I keep saying Pac. Got I always say Pac because of Tupac. Uh Pac and uh, Phoenix. <clears throat> I, I love it when Eddie Kingston tries to say it. He doesn't know which one's right, so he just says it all and then throws in some funny lines after that too. But uh, Pac and, and Phoenix took on Butcher and Blade. Very good main event, by the way. Pac and, and, and Pac and Phoenix work really well together, man. Tell you what. And then out of nowhere, um, <clears throat> as uh, as Butcher, Blade, and Kingston are beating down the Death Triangle, fucking Lance Archer comes out. Uh, are, are we turning Lance Archer face? It certainly felt like it. I mean, I I don't know if that's 100% the direction that they're going and they didn't have a real follow-up on it this week, but I mean, it certainly it was a tease and it would be pretty cool because every other big man in AEW right now is a heel. Yeah, after, after Will Hobbs has turned. So it would, be, <clears throat> it would be nice to have a big man baby face. And Archer's got and a I lot of... I think Archer could do that really well. Oh yeah, Archer's got a lot of charisma. So I think he could really... Really do. And I'm well. so glad they gave him his old theme back. Yeah, and, I was so uh, happy when I heard everybody dies again. I'm like, this is the this is the theme song that he belongs with. Like that that other trash that he was coming out with. Yeah, you know, just no, just no more. You know who uh, who he told uh, everybody dies to last night? I don't. I don't think he told him that. Uh yeah, uh, yeah on Twitter on Twitter. <clears throat> Oh, did he? Yep. Oh God, uh, I saw I saw uh, Sean Spears tweet today. He's like, I don't give a shit about Sting at, at him, and I'm like motherfucker, why don't you add him yourself, you fucking coward? That's funny. Um, <clears throat> where's my? 
I'm so lost when it comes to the desktop version of Twitter because I rarely use it now. I use the phone one all the damn time. So it's like, I feel like uh, I'm in a foreign land when I'm trying to... Same with Facebook now because I just don't use them on, on the computer anymore. Um, <clears throat> he retweeted a lot of stuff today. I'm trying to get to the the tweet last night. Oh, uh, so he retweets uh, Sting has arrived in all elite. And he goes, oh, yeah. Hey, he added Sting at Sting. Uh, I don't know if anyone's told you, but everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think any anybody in <clears throat> AW management is going to allow Lance Archer to touch Sting. No, I'm just like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Mr. Archer. But I don't think you're getting your hands on the icon. And if 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 uh, if, if Archer is indeed a babyface now, I still want him to like beat the shit out of someone on his entrance because that was that, that made me pop. So, all you know, right, you, you don't need to change anything about Lance Archer's character. No, it's you just, just like need to change about who he's targeting. It's just like that's, all, that's all you need to do. It's just like Pack exactly, and that's what it's one of the things that's always driven me nuts about WWE. Is when they change someone from heel to face. Yeah. They take away some of the great aspects of their character that the people loved to begin with. And now they're not as much into them anymore. No. Because you took away the cool shit that made them cool to begin with. So, like, I like when, when characters just, we're just fighting somebody else. So we're going to get the crowd cheering for us because we're fighting with the people people don't like. But we're not going to change anything about us that, we're, that was cool and badass to begin with. You know, it just makes sense. Yeah, like if, if Jay, when Jay Uso turns face again, he's gonna dan- he's gonna act goofy as fuck, and and nothing like he's acting right now that is turning him into a main event player. So, you know, you're exactly right on that. One thing I one thing I want while we're, while we're talking AEW. Well, we're gonna still talk about it because it's okay. time to talk about winter. All right, don't okay. We'll, we'll, we'll skip it for now. No, but oh, don't, no, go, don't, no, do it now. Uh, okay. do, uh, we're right. We're, we're right in between. Uh, we're right the, in the middle. Uh, All right. Right between the two shows. So this has to be said because I always come back and say something. When I offer a critique and something is done about it, I like to come back and give credit where credit is due. You know me as well as anybody else. Over the last two years, one of my biggest critiques of AEW has been the price in it. Pro wrestling tees on their AEW shop. Yeah. Between the shipping, between the extra price for the, the soft style shirt, mm-hmm. like the, all the shirts at different pricings for different talent. I had a lot of issues with all that stuff mm-hmm. today, much to my pleasant surprise. I was looking at the new Sting shirt mm-hmm. on pro wrestling tees. Not only was there no extra charge for the soft style shirt. Oh, really? No extra charge. It was a soft style shirt. It was the only option they even gave you. Oh, I'm on and the site right 20, now. And it's twenty four ninety nine. And you've told me as of late that they've that that their that their shipping and handling prices have decreased. Yeah, it's dropped from eight, ex- it's dropped it's dropped from eight to five. Yeah. So the look, you've dropped you've dropped your shipping and handling charges. You've I'm dropped buying, the extra charging for the soft style shirt. I'm buying it now as you as you speak. Keep yeah, speaking. See, and that's what see, that's what's happening. That's what happens. When I get paid. You, I get paid tomorrow. So when you go and you do this stuff, you're going to get more sales this way. There ain't. You, <clears> you're putting yourself more on the level of WWE shop now. 
and you're not pricing your shirts at a ridiculous degree. I think this is I think this is a big step forward for AEW and pro wrestling tees. And I just wanted to, you know, tip my cap off to all of them while I was thinking about it. Um, because I feel like the critiques were listened to and they're doing better. And I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have known that during their black Friday sale a week or two ago, I, I w I would have bought a whole bunch of shit. Um, so now I will wait for the next pro wrestling tees, um, 20, 25% off AEW merch sale. And I will, uh, I will probably go ham on that website in 2021 because there's a lot of shirts of talent that I want that hot topic doesn't have. Like how the fuck does hot topic not sell a Darby Allen shirt yet? Like, like what the, what the hell are they waiting for? That just yeah. seems like a no, that seems like a no brainer, you know, of merch that, that hot topic should have been getting from AEW. You know, Darby Allen should have been like one of their top priorities. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got an Omega shirt on the sale. I wanted to get a second. Uh, the, the one I wanted for some odd reason, I couldn't order the size. It's I, I tweeted pro wrestling tees and shop AEW and, and all that. And they, it's still, um, they still didn't fix it. So did they message you back? No, that's weird. But it was around the holidays. So maybe that was part of it too. Yeah. Maybe they just missed the tweet. Tell you what, PayPal's got this new thing called uh, Pay in Four, which is awesome. What's that? Uh, you can pay in four equal payments over every two weeks. So really? Yep, that's brand new. I think you have when to apply. They, when did they start that? Like this week? Yeah, because I uh, when I did some Christmas shopping, uh, that's when I first noticed it. You have to apply for it, and then once they approve you, and then you, it's an option. <clears throat> so that's i'm gonna pretty, that's pretty cool yeah so for the sting shirt i'm buying right now i'm gonna pay nine bucks today and then nine bucks in two weeks nine bucks in two weeks nine bucks in two weeks why why is it forty dollars they charging you more to do it in payments no it's no nine times four is is uh 36 oh yeah for some reason i thought you said 10 i don't i don't know why oh uh, shipping's five fifty on this, and then that's, that's not that's not bad. And then tax, yeah, yeah, that's not that's not bad. That that's, but, that that is but, so much more in line of what I expect WWE Shop to be selling their stuff for. So there we go. Just pit, I just hit place order. Um, yeah, because I did the soft style with Ken, the Kenny shirt I bought, and that was uh, it's still with it, with the twenty five percent discount. Uh, I think I paid 30 overall for that shirt with the 25% discount. So, but that had a surcharge for, for that. Um, Hey Jamie, whose shirt did you just buy? <laughs> On shot. Uh, I mean, obviously the cat's out of the bag. I mean, it's my fucking background. So we can talk. <laughs> Let's talk about Sting for a minute. Uh, T-shirt, which I just bought. Awesome. Uh, hoodie for 50 And it says the Icon Sting right below. Uh, it has the AEW logo, real small. And then right below it, the Icon Sting and then a Scorpion. And that's all on one side uh, on a full zip hoodie. That's $50. Uh, 
Uh, the T-shirt is uh, uh, AEW logo and then a big letters sting with uh, two bats crossing each other. And on each bat, one bat says the, the other one says icon, and then Sting's face. Uh, very cool shirt. Uh, the same logo on a snapback hat for twenty six ninety nine, And I thought there was more other merch than just those two things. No, three just things. those, those three things for now. But I mean, like, dude, like, just as far as I'm aware, maybe I'm wrong on this. I was not able to find. I I don't think WWE released one Sting T-shirt that list that named that listed him as the icon Sting. So, like, the fact that AEW's first shirt wonder, has the icon Sting on it, I'm like, fucking a, yeah. You know, I fucking want that because. That's what I've always. That's what I've always called Stan. I've always called him the icon Stan. And so, then uh, <clears throat> new Kenny, very very happy about it. New Kenny shirt that has a lot of futuristic graphics on it, and it says yeah. "and new" on top. Uh, the middle plate of the title uh, in the middle, and then Kenny Omega below it. That just came out as well. All right, there's, there's a lot of great Kenny shirts out there right now. Yeah, I want that. Omega symbol with the K, but I can't order it in my size because I of a weird thing that it's on the site right now, and I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll send them another tweet or something. We'll find out. All right, winter has come and went. Uh, oh, I wish I wish that was true in real life, but uh, it's not even started yet here. I mean, we haven't even. We had like a snow, but it was like thirty-two degrees and. Lately, it's been either 40 or 50. So it's actually been nice all the way up to December as we record on December 3rd tonight. But for AEW, winter has come and went. And it, it literally was winter. Uh, it was like 40 degrees in, in, in uh, Jacksonville. And for anybody, uh, I try, I've, I've made many trips to Orlando in my lifetime. And uh, people that live down there, to them, 40 is like negative 10. So... <laughs> We kick things off with the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale. Has it been a year or has it been a little less than a year? Do you know, Matt? I think I think it's been a year. So a yearly thing here. Yeah, like kind of, I guess it's their equivalent to like uh to a kin of the ring. Yeah. Essentially. Uh Isaiah Cassidy was in the match. No Mark Quinn though. Uh Matt Hardy. Yeah, they, were, they were both in there. Were they both in there? Yeah, because Matt threw out the one, the one uh, oh, yeah, party yeah. guy really oh, early. Miro, yeah, Miro eliminated Mark Quinn. Never mind. Uh, Silver and Reynolds, Hangman, Luther and Serpentico, Sean Spears, uh, Scorpio Sky, Matt Seidel, um, Miro, Kip Sabian, Adam Page, Orange Cassidy, uh, MGF, Wardlow, and Sammy from the Inner Circle. Joey Janela, Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, for being a jobber, he had a pretty good showing. And I mean, he didn't eliminate anybody, but he he lasted over half the match. I was kind of impressed. I'm like, I was about ready to tweet, man, Lee Johnson's hanging in there. And then Miro fucking kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Wardlow and Sammy protecting MJF in the corner almost all match. Uh, one of the cool spots in the match was seeing Hangman work with Silver and Reynolds. 
they work pretty well together, don't they, Matt? Uh, I li- I like the idea of those of those two together. So and then uh, uh, Hangman got eliminated, and the entire Dark Order saved him and put him back up in the in the ring. But then he got like literally eliminated on the other side, like thirty seconds later. I as I was watching this, I had to work uh, at the bar last night, so I didn't start this until about half an hour after it stopped. And I avoided all spoilers too, by the way. So I'm proud of myself for that. I thought in this match that Sammy was going to turn on MJF and throw him out. I and thought Matt, it was going. I thought it was going to come down to Sammy and MJF. Well, and, and MJF. That's what oh, I thought we were getting next week. Yeah. So I was surprised. I think that would have been the better booking. Yeah, I, I think I think so too. Especially after what we saw. After the Jericho Kaz match, I think that would have been the better booking to have Sammy and MJF. Um, the classic, uh, the final five were uh, MJF, Wardlow, Sammy, Jungle Boy, and, and Orange Cassidy. Um, before that, uh, Miro was in the match. Miro looked like a, a monster in this match. He They booked him really well. I like that. And... Uh, so they made him look really good. Yeah, I thought he looked great. Even though Miro's a heel, man, work with Jungle Boy, man. Come on. I know I'm kayfabing in here, but they didn't even work with Jungle Boy. They could have they could have easily took out the inner circle. Two on three. Get rid of Sammy or MJF and then go two on two. That's not the way it worked, was it, Matt? Not at all. Uh, the classic spot of a uh, uh, guy outside the ring that didn't get eliminated but got the shit beat out of him. That was Orange Cassidy. Uh, so it came down to inner circle, three on one with Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy held his own for a little bit. Oh, oh th- that, that shit on the apron between Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara was awesome, Matt. That was a fucking sweet sequence, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was. it was pretty dope. Like I said, I was I was surprised I was surprised at the, at the final two. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jungle Boy got <coughs> got eliminated without taking out any of the inner circle. Then it became three on one, Orange Casty against the inner circle, and Orange Casty went on an orange punch rage and uh, was able to, uh, which was <coughs> I thought it was a I thought it was a really good ending sequence especially made Orange Cassidy look like a million bucks uh taking out Wardlow especially uh so it came come down it comes down to Orange Cassidy and MJF and uh, if you remember the rules once you get down to two then they have a one-on-one match next week um I Matt I I don't know I I, uh, the obvious answer is orange but I, I I honestly am rooting for MJF to retain and hold the ring another year because it works well with his gimmick. I think Sammy costs them. Okay. It'll be kind of interesting to see Orange with it, but the ring does work really well with MJF. But MJF doesn't really need it either, does he? Not really. Well, neither does Orange Cassidy. Man, that would have been such better booking to have Sammy Guevara and MJF, wouldn't it? Man. 
A couple of veterans, Chris Jericho, Frankie Kazarian, have never met one-on-one before. Um, I really hope we get a a Jericho-Daniels match somewhere down the line, too, because they've never... The last week's tag match was the first time they'd ever been in the ring together. So I really hope we get a a uh, Jericho-Daniels match down the line. A little sloppy, but still a good match, I thought. Uh, But some, some slop, a little slop in there. I think Jericho's slowing down a little bit, Matt. Uh, be also a- cold as shit. That too. So I-, I, I think that probably had a lot to do with it. Um, the big thing was more of a story. Uh, the story here, other than the match, it was the fact <clears throat> that old MJF was going to try to throw the towel in again, like he did on Cody. And uh, Sammy came out and stopped him. And then Jericho saw Sammy with the towel and thought Sammy was going to toss it in. Uh, <clears throat> Kazarian walks right into a Judas effect to end the match after 10 minutes, and then all of Inner Circle starts bickering. Jericho gets on the mic and says he's had enough of this bullshit and <clears throat> has an ultimatum. Next week, they need to decide to either work together as a group or break up forever. They have seven days to figure it out. So that'll be an interesting segment on next week's show for sure. Uh, obviously, they're going <coughs> to put everything aside and, and, and work together, Matt. But we we know there's going to be cracks. We know, we, we know there will be cracks. We'll see how it goes. I, I fully expect out of this uh, MGF. Or um, Jericho, <clears throat> I fully expect Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and and Wardlow to turn turn face out of this. Does that sound about right? Uh, probably, but you never know. Yeah, you got Hager. You could turn Hager face, but. You could turn. I mean, you could turn any of those guys' face <clears throat> in the inner circle, except for MJF. You know, if you when it comes down to it. Speaking of the inner circle, you have any idea why Santana and Ortiz have not been like a major player in the tag division, like they should be? I I got nothing, man. Hmm. So I'm kind of wondering that. That kind of. I mean, they had a good feud with the best friends and a very damn good match in that back backlot brawl, but they just haven't been a much of a contender for the titles in a long time. I think maybe early on they were, but they never won them. So, yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing there. Young Bucks being interviewed by Alex Marvez, <clears throat> and uh, they face TH2 next week. And... Uh, the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster show up and talk trash to the Young Bucks. Uh, the funniest part about this is when Caster does a rap and and uh, one of the Bucks says, somebody's already done that gimmick. <laughs> I think this was their worst rap they've ever done. Yeah. It was really bad. Like they've been in, they've been pretty good on dark. Dark, yeah. When it, when it comes to their raps going, um letting them do this on dynamite i thought it came off really bad they seemed really lame uh it it, it definitely it felt like john cena didn't it <laughs> it wasn't even on john cena's level man 
No, like, but it felt like John Cena. It felt like he was like copying John Cena. For those that may that don't watch Dark, maybe it just it it, it wasn't good. Uh, so they got into an argument. Th two then showed up and attacked the Bucks, and then SCU made the save. <coughs> so there's your eight man tag eventually. I'd assume, but uh, Bucks and Th two next week. Britt Baker shows up wearing her Pittsburgh Steelers uh, gear because earlier in the day, the Steelers took on the Ravens on Wednesday afternoon football after getting postponed like three times. <coughs> was it three times? It was Thursday, then Sunday, then Tuesday. Yeah, three times got postponed. Britt Baker took on the powerhouse Layla Hirsch. Uh, Layla showing some some pretty cool spots on that in there, but uh, obviously Britt Baker getting the push ends up winning with the lockjaw. And uh, what'd you think about uh, what'd you think about old Layla Hirsch? I thought she, I thought she looked pretty good in the ring there. She's great. I've seen her on Dynamite. I've seen her on Dark. Uh, I think she's got a lot of potential. Um, I think. If they if she isn't already signed, I think they need to get her in, under a deal. <clears throat> yeah, they and need to continue to continue to strengthen that uh, that women's division. After Britt Baker won, Thunder Rosa hit the ring and uh, immediately started throwing some punches. That was a pretty cool segment there. But uh, obviously, continuing that feud that'll happen here, that match will happen somewhere down the line. <clears throat> Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes taking on Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. And uh very, very entertaining match here. Uh I love the end, man. I loved uh, I loved the Cody cutter into the coffin drop. I thought that was a cool segment, a sequence. Um Team Taz uh starts beating up on uh Allen and Rhodes. Uh Brian Cage shows up. Uh, uh Dustin Rhodes shows up. Uh that uh, Arn Anderson got in the ring, got attacked. That's what prompted uh, Dustin to come out. And then Cage came out, and they were uh, – uh, get Team Taz was getting the upper hand. When the lights went out, a video of Winter played. So, I, I, you know, Winter was coming, but uh, little did we know. The fucking Sting debuts in AEW. Oh. Dude, I actually, as soon as the video started and they had that person like the top of the mountain, I'm like, it's fucking staying. Yeah. And and then like 20 seconds into the video, I saw a quick shot of a crow and I'm like, it's really fucking staying. Man. So, man. And, and the funny thing is, I don't know how many people have pointed this out, but I, I thought of this last night, actually. If you it, you can't you can't spell winter is coming without sting. Hmm. So I'm just saying they were trying they were trying to give those hints. Yeah. You know, well be well beforehand. God, how good was this, Matt? Man, Tony Schiavone, <laughs> that was great. That was great. Uh, they mentioned we have not seen Sting in t- on TNT since March 2001 when the final Nitro happened. Uh, 
Sting uh, first stare down to Ar- uh, did a stare down with Arn Anderson. Lots of history there. No words exchanged. He walks over to Dustin Rhodes, stares at him. Walks over to Cody, who is uh, still laying down in the corner. Sting drops to one knee. He says something. I'm, I'm curious what he said to Cody. Only person he said something to was Cody. I think he said something like, are you all right? Or, or, some, or something along those lines. And then right behind me. Probably the best stare down of them all. <clears throat> Staring down with Darby Allen. That was like the longest stare down too. What a fucking moment, Matt. Jesus Christ. It was it was fucking awesome. We have no idea why he's there. No idea what he's going to do. <clears throat> but they did announce next week he will speak. So we have uh, something to look forward to on Wednesday. And little did we know we're going to have something to look forward to on Tuesday too, huh? little foreshadowing man what a moment though uh i i would assume i i I, you know i was obviously i was working and did not get spoiled at all uh i assume uh the the internet's blew the fuck up yeah thank um three hours after Dynamite went off the air. It was still trending number one worldwide, or you in the U.S. It was still it was still trending number one. Uh, something else was trending in the top ten as well that that you wouldn't expect to trend on a Wednesday. More on that later. Uh, a oh, Actually, next week on Dynamite we have. MJF against Orange Cassidy for the uh, diamond, uh, the dynamite diamond ring. Young Bucks TH2, as we mentioned. Dustin Rhodes takes on 10 of the Dark Order, uh, the Inner Circle Ultimatum. FTR takes on the Varsity Blondes. I love that tag name because uh, these guys remind me of the Hollywood Blondes, Griff, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr., of course, Brian's daddy. Brian Pillman with Steve Austin formed the the great WCW tag team, the Hollywood Blondes. So uh, I'm excited that they're calling them the Varsity Blondes. I'm, I'm excited to see this tag team on Dynamite. Obviously, they're going to lose to FTR, but uh, Abaddon in action. She'll probably uh, take on a jobber and kill them. Uh, and uh, we go to Alex Marvez interviewing Hikaru Shida. She said she wasn't afraid of Abaddon, and then loud noises happened, and Shida got scared. Uh, I don't know, Matt, but this really feels like Sue Young and Deanna Perrazzo to me. I'll, it just feels like that, Matt. I don't know about you, but. What do you mean? just feels really similar. 
I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't feel like Deanna Peraza really acts like she fears. Well, it, it's more, it's young. more, it's more Kimberly than than Deanna, but yeah, it just, it's, it's very similar. It's, 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 it's whatever. Uh, you know, like, like I, I, like I said, I feel like it's just something that they're doing to pass the time to what they really, to what they really want to get to. Um, after after the interview, they also added a couple more things. Obviously, what we said earlier, Sting speaks with Tony Schiavone. I, I wish more of us would have said, we're live, pal. Well, it says Sting Sting speaks in the in this uh, article. It says Schiavone likely doing the interview. But yeah. Probably. Well, no, Jim, right at the end, Jim Ross said, I, I nominate you to do the interview. And Schiavone's like, damn right, I'll do it. <laughs> So I'm not, not going to get. I think that's going to be pretty fucking awesome. I'm not going to get tired of pushing that button, Matt. Not going to get tired of pushing that button. There you Times, man. Had to get Kaz in the times. show. Had to get Kaz in the show. Uh, before the main event, which started with like 40 minutes, 40 plus minutes left to go, so you knew you're gonna, you know, you're going to get a main event, a fucking great championship main event. John Moxley cuts a uh, promo uh, talking about the collision course with Kenny Omega and uh, loved the end. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the sad news in headlines more, but I love the end when he says it's time to make them go absolutely banana. Great little Pat Patterson tribute there by Moxley at the end of that promo. Don Callis. Impact Wrestling Vice President, I believe, is his title, and also announcer sometimes, a pay per view announcer, I guess, and also a friend of Kenny Omega's. Uh, known Kenny for twenty seven years, helped call the Okada matches with Jr. So uh, very cool to see Don Callis back with AEW. Little did we know what was going to happen, huh, Matt? Dun dun dun. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, bell rang at at, at nine or at, <clears throat> bell rang at nine thirty Eastern. Uh, sixty minute time limit, and uh, they said that uh, uh, if it does go over <clears throat> the top of the hour, that TNT would still stay with the match until its conclusion. I thought that was cool. I wish they. I wish they would have given us a little bit of an overrun, like five minutes. Give it, just yeah, give us a little five minutes. Like yeah, like a five. I, I, I think I'd have been really happy with like a five minute overrun. Like they didn't have to go like crazy. They didn't have to go like the full sixty minutes. But I think if like if Dynamite would have went off at like ten oh five or ten oh six, I think that would have been that would have been pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> definitely an instant classic between these two guys. Probably going to be a nominee for Marky with match of the year. And it's probably going to be oh, hard. It was, it was great, man. It, it was, was, it was re- probably the best TV match I've seen all year. Yeah. Like if, be... we're, if, we're, if we're not counting pay-per-views and everything, yeah. like it was really fucking good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, uh, obviously we're going to be sitting <laughs> down in about a month, less than a month to talk about Marquis and yeah, the, the tag matches are going to be nominated and this will be nominated. And, uh, but yeah, definitely. As far as TV matches went, God, some of those V triggers were just brutal. The old Omega man. Oh, the series of V triggers after the microphone shot. 
was mm. was a thing of beauty, absolute thing of beauty. It, it definitely felt like you know old school, you know New Japan Kenny Omega just taking someone's head off with those with those V triggers, man. And I'm, so my- I'm tell I'm telling you, Hane Man is going to be the first person to kick out of the one wind angel. Think so, huh? I, I thought really, Moxley I really, really do. I thought Moxley'd be the first one. Um, I, I think, I think it, I think it's, I think it's going to be Hangman. Um, I think, I think <clears throat> Hangman is going to save AEW from the invasion of Impact hmm. sometime in 2021. Like Hangman's going to come out as as the ultimate hero uh, in, in the in <clears throat> this story somehow. Before, before we get to that uh, Impact talk. Uh, into the match, uh, Moxley oh, with a. Oh, while, while, while I'm thinking about it, blood and guts. Oh yeah, uh, we'll get AEW we'll get versus Impact. We'll get to like, that. You know, everybody was like, like, what are they going to do with blood and guts now? Because they're not going to do the elite in the inner circle. You do Impact versus AEW in a blood and guts match. Easily, be fucking yeah. awesome. We'll talk about that in a minute, but first, uh, the end of the match, Moxley with a a. I think a a, 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 sna- a a dragon suplex. I think it was into what were space heaters. They had uh, they had big old heaters ringside all around the ring. I think he hit them. I think he hit the paradigm shift into them. No, it was a suplex. Was it? Yeah, it was a. Okay, suplex. I thought he. I thought he was. I thought it was a paradigm shift. No, no, it was a suplex. Um, I think they had those heaters in the crowd too. If I, I remember, uh, I was the- very <clears throat> happy to see the heaters. I actually made a tweet about that earlier in the evening. I'm like, man, as cold as I'm hearing it, it is in uh, in Daly's place right now. I hope Tony was smart enough ahead of time to get some heaters for for around the ring, like 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 they do at WrestleMania with uh, when they WrestleManias in the outdoor venues and they do that. I was very very happy to see that because I I don't want my favorite wrestlers out there freezing their balls off, you know, uh, trying to put on <laughs> a show for our entertainment. Yeah, I think the announcer said that there's they were in the crowd too. They had heaters in the crowd. Uh, I, I do want to say something that's fucking funny. You mentioned or you mentioned uh, earlier about how Scorpio Sky came running in with the steel chair and everybody took off. Well, Sting came out with the baseball bat, and all four <laughs> members of Team Taz were gone before he even got to the ring. Well, I tailed it the fuck out of there. There was a little bit of an element of surprise there. And then once they realized <laughs> who the fuck it was and who the fuck was it? It's yeah, that's more believable. One guy with a steel chair and there's seven guys that 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 was I mean, it was funny, but it was kind of a funny thing because they like all bailed at once. That was kind of a cool visual of the inner circle. All right. So Moxley hits a uh, dragon suplex. <clears throat> Sending Omega into the heaters. Uh, Omega hits his head. Paul Turner, referee Paul Turner, great referee. Um, Stop the match. And uh, to check on Omega, kayfabe, of course, we're talking here. Don Callis puts down the headset uh, to check on him because obviously good friend. So completely believable. And... uh, <clears throat> Moxley, he's like, ah, fuck this shit. Get out of my way. It's such good shit. Get out of my way. Starts throwing referees out. Throws uh, Omega back into the ring. Don Callis gets on the apron, or on the microphone, actually. Gets on a live microphone and says <clears throat> that Omega's hurt. 
He's hurt. And that distracted Moxley as he punches Callus. As Callus falls down, he tosses the microphone to Omega. <clears throat> and Omega clocks Moxley with the microphone, busting him open. <clears throat> Two V triggers, a third one, a fourth one. Puts him on the turnbuckle. Puts him on his shoulders for the one-wing angel. One, two, three. All right, so at this point right here, one, two, three, at this point. Really didn't seem like, uh, really didn't seem like uh, uh, Callus was purposely helping Omega win, it, but it did seem that Omega took the shortcuts because remember they mentioned the, the 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 announcers mentioned gentlemen's agreement because omega didn't want trash wrestling in this title match so we didn't even think about anything about callus at this point we, but we hold on hold on hold on let me finish hold on no, I'm uh, not, let me finish no I'm talk, let me finish i want to talk about the gentleman's agreement well hold on i'm let me finish with this this thought so no, nobody thought about <coughs> callus at this point but we all knew, oh, hey, Omega. Well, we all know Omega was turning heel. Uh, so, obviously, Omega breaking the gentleman's agreement. And uh, But the best part uh, is Callus with a shit-eating grin on his face and uh, walks out hand-in-hand hand with Omega, completely hightails it out of the arena, out of the ring. Backstage runs into Tony Khan. Tony Khan's like, what the fuck? But they, they just sped right by him. And they head to the back, run into Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn's like, what the fuck? And they keep going. There's some wrestlers backstage, and they're all like, what the fuck? And uh, they they exit. Uh, they, they head down a very long ramp to a car waiting car. Uh, and Alex Marvez, man, Johnny on the spot, Runs up to Don and, and, and Kenny and, and says, what the fuck? And Don Callis shocked, uh, literally the second shock wave of the night after. Literally the second shock wave of the night when Don Callis says you can hear the AEW champions thoughts this Tuesday on Impact Wrestling. Matt, what were your thoughts when Callis said that? Tony Khan delivered on what he promised. I wish he would have never teased it ahead of time. Tony Khan? I wish he would have just let let this happen. Tony Khan, Ed Nordholm? But it fucking had the, 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 the power shift in wrestling occurred. Like I, there's there's no other there's no other way to to put it. Like it, it absolutely happened. Um, on Twitter, Impact wrestlers just went nuts. Oh, dude, both brand both and brands both brand. were going FTR, nuts. FTR or Dax Dax Harwood simply said the North. Yeah, uh, to which which Ethan Page replied, "We're ready." And Dax replied back, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, Don Callis on Twitter, uh, 
you say manipulative carny like it's a bad thing. Someone someone said uh, Don Callis has years of being a manipulative carny, always working an angle to improve his position. And Tony Khan is the super fan with money that was duped. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Callis goes, you say manipulative carny like it's a bad thing. <laughs> That's great. Callis uh, uh, also uh, retweeted Impact Wrestling. Uh, or, or retweeted AEW's tweet about Tuesday saying some people make matches, others make history. Kenny and I will be on uh, Impact Wrestling this Tuesday. Hashtag Invisible Hand. What's what's a, mm, Invisible Hand? What's that? Hmm? I have no idea. Impact Wrestling t- retweets AEW saying Tuesdays are the new Wednesdays, which obviously foreshadowing an invasion eventually. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose, what timeline is this? Uh, man. Oh, Cash Wheeler. I did not see this tweet until just now. MCMG. MCMG. Yeah. OMG. Uh, Jordan Grace says Abaddon versus Sue Young. That would be great. Uh, she also tweeted, this is my official AEW Impact crossover dream match thread. <laughs> uh she she uh, uh posted uh young bucks versus the north wardlow versus rhino that would be interesting i think rhino would get killed diamante against kira hogan big swollen tasha steals oh god orange Cassidy and johnny swinger <laughs> serena deeb and diana joey janela chris bay these are all jordan grace still Oh, John Silver and Ken Shamrock. What the hell? Why are you trying to get Johnny killed? Sting and Tommy Dreamer. Ooh, Jack I've, Evans. I've, I've seen that on. I've seen Sting and Tommy Dreamer online a lot today. Jack Evans and Rich Swan. That would be good. Uh, Chris Statlander and Ty Valkyrie. I don't know. I don't think Chris is ready yet, but. Uh, Sammy Callahan tweeted, does Impact Wrestling have your attention now? This Tuesday shit gets real. God. Impact Wrestling. Now, all the, now we we always do viewership. and Impact Wrestling actually had viewership this week. We have never had, I've never seen it before until today. I'm like, was, what the fuck? That was exactly my point. We have never seen viewership of Impact Wrestling numbers until this week. Because we're going to probably because they're going to do a little compare and contrast. Oh, I certainly want to compare this week's next week. Uh, this week's impact drew about 125,000 viewers. They've been averaging about, I've heard uh, rumors are, or, or word is they've been averaging around 135. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see this. <coughs> I'm really curious to see what they pull in next week. And uh final tweet, Machine Gun, Carl Anderson saying, here we go. Oh, oh, by the way, Matt. Gall- Gallows put something out, too. I just yeah. don't remember what he said. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, I don't know who it was. It your theory or Mark Cho's theory? Good Brothers. It was your theory, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Good Brothers attacked John Moxley on the first contract signing attempt. Well, some people are saying it could have been. Uh, it could have been uh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. You know, look, it still could end up being Kenta. Yeah. You know, we don't know for sure if the it, maybe maybe Tony Khan hasn't laid all his cards out on the table yet. 
I I I you fully know, I, saying, I fully like, I fully expected the night to end with Kenta attacking Moxley. So did I. I ex- that's what that's what I was expecting too. Instead, we got a a bigger bombshell with the Impact Wrestling thing. But uh, okay, before we get to one thing, one thing I wanted to I want to bounce back to my, the that's what I was thing. just gonna yeah I was getting to yeah. it. Uh, before we get to God, even I mean we got so much to talk about here with Impact. So before we get to that, yeah, what were your, what was your uh, well. What were your uh, first? What were your what was your thing with the gentleman's agreement? And then, uh, the the you know you wouldn't tell me in the DMs. So uh, what were your other theories on the uh, on on everything with Impact? Well, I mean, we've kind of we've kind of talked about a lot of them here already. Um, but the gentlemanly theory, and I then now I'm just burning everything together. The gentlemanly bet, better whatever the fuck they made. Agreement. Here's the thing, gentlemanly agreement. Fine. Here, here's the here's the problem. This is a, this is a guy who had his finishing move banned in the match against MJF and fucking used it anyway to win the match. So to me, turnabout's fair play with Kenny Omega because honestly, if Kenny wouldn't have done it first, Moxley would have done it before the match. I mean, was over. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Moxley put bring cheers to the ring. So yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's just like, come on now, you know, you can't, you can't fault Omega for thinking one step ahead, essentially. No, there's so many, no, so many. But, but I mean, I mean, I'm talking, we're talking kayfabe here. Yeah. Oh, I know. I obviously. That's why I'm, I'm saying. Kenny a heel, so he, he broke the gentleman's agreement because he, he's a heel now. So, could you imagine? Imagine this. In in, in the part of Hainman coming back to be the hero of AEW. What if we see Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers against the Young Bucks and Hangman Page? Oh, man. Hangman rejoins the Elite. To do battle against Impact. That's that's an unanswered question we have right now. What is the relationship of the, the Bucks and Kenny after all this? Yeah. That that's there's an so, unanswered. There's so, there's so much excitement right now, man. Uh, we fully expect the Bucks to. Be, well, they have their VPs, so they're gonna be on AEW side. So they have to not like this thing with Kenny, right? You would think. I I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh um, no! All right. So since you were withholding information from me on Twitter. Uh, what what other theories uh, <clears throat> were you talking about besides the Good Brothers attacking Moxley? I, I'm not re- like I said. I've been dude. I've been throwing out theories on y'all's show. I'm not. I, I I'm not really holding back anything. Like what were they again? Let's just re- repeat them. The time <sighs> up. God, now you're making. Now you put me on the spot. I don't even know what to say. Oh well, you were the you were the dude, one been, talking about. I got all these theories. I've been throwing out theories all uh, this entire show. <laughs> it's like they weren't like all anything that's super thought out. It's just like you know, AEW against Impact and War Games. Oh. You know, all the potential attackers that could have attacked Moxley. You know, Man. God, I'm hearing that this is this is a rumor. I have not, I don't have this confirmed, but I'm hearing that while Kenny was not at the last impact tapings and that they've already filmed through the end of the year, I'm hearing that 
they are doing a special taping thing within the next week that will put Kenny in that building with Callis, and they are flying in some impact talents to help um, take part in whatever this segment or multiple taped segments are going to be going forward on on impact through the month of December. So this Tuesday is probably just going to be a pre-taped thing added in. Yeah. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. I mean, you could still, for Tuesday, you could still probably film in the Impact Arena what they were going to do with Ken. They may have already filmed it, but... Well, no, what what I'm saying is what I'm hearing is they're going to... Yeah, I know. Interact with Impact Talent, yes. But, like, for this Tuesday, though, um, they could probably... It's probably going to be pre-taped outside of the impact arena but they probably yeah, could but no but that's not what i'm hearing that's what i'm trying to say oh for this too so when it, oh. for this tuesday oh i thought you were like, talking over, about no beyond. over the course no over the course of this week what i'm hearing is because they film in front of no fans yeah so if they go down there and film let's say let's say tomorrow you don't know it's going to be it was you filmed can, at a different you can date. literally just insert it anywhere yeah. into the show and it just looks like part of the show yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's it's big it's big stuff, man. Like, I have my I have my article here from uh from Sports Keaton about what the Young Bucks uh talking about this partnership with Impact. So when we when we get to a point, we got we definitely gotta we gotta talk about that because uh they had, they had, they had some good uh some good <laughs> shit. Go ahead, because uh, my next step was to talk about possibilities. So go ahead and talk. About your, uh, bring that up now. All right. Um, the Young Bucks were on the Living the Gimmick podcast with uh, John Alba and uh, Doug McDonald, and this is uh, this is one of the main things they had to say. Two years ago, this is something we brought up and wanted to get going. For whatever reason, it didn't work out. I don't know if it was on our side or what. We just couldn't get everyone to agree on what the creative would be. But when we were stopping at all the indie shows, that was one of our suggestions we had. What if we showed up at Impact? This is something we've been whispering in Tony Khan's ear for two years. We're all about collaboration and partnering with everyone and working together. Even with Ring of Honor, we got the Hardys to come in when they were with Impact. This is something we truly wanted to do for a very long time. Finally, the timing was right and we got it done. It's still so early, and all of us collectively don't know what it means. We're still dipping our toes in it right now, and we'll see <laughs> We'll see what we get out of it. There are immediate plans that I can't give away right now. My dream, if I had it my way, is the possible dream matches. How can you not jump ahead in fantasy book? You also don't want to get too ahead of yourself. Are we going to do that <laughs> or stuff? Gonna, or are you going to turn into WWE, WCW yeah. Invasion? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. We're still in the beginning of this, but there are some big surprises coming, and I'm really excited about it. But, but of course, the big thing that hurt that back in 2001 was the fact that the big players weren't... They were they had guaranteed contracts. They didn't want to fucking work. So that was the big part of that is, uh, you know, you, you got Buff Bagwell, you got Jindrak, you got, you know, you don't have, you don't have, you don't have Hat, Nash, you don't have Hogan, you don't have... Uh, sting you don't have rick flair and so that was kind of another thing that killed it as well as the the booking um jesus christ matt i mean we're going to talk about 
impact here shortly, but uh, yeah, that it, what was on the what was on the impact flashback this week, Matt? It was it was the Bucks and the Guns, wasn't it? Uh, Generation Me or, or whatever. Yep. So, and I said uh, I said on crazy, Twitter man. I said on Twitter on Tuesday on Tuesday night I said on Twitter God I'd love to see the Bucks and the Machine Guns go at it one more time before it's all said and done. Little did I know. Seems like a real possibility, brother. Little did I know what was going to happen at the end of Dynamite the next night. Unbelievable. Dude, as shitty as as 2020 has been, I feel like AEW has kept wrestling fans' lives afloat. Yeah, I mean... You know, like, like, seriously. The product has been good. They give, us, they give us something to look forward to. Yeah. It, in this really shitty world right now, it's really nice to have something to look forward to. I mean, my, my buddy, uh, John Canton, that will, he will, he will score each episode weekly of raw SmackDown, NXT and AEW. Um, raw on average is getting, you know, I'll, I'll say on average past three months. Um, raw on average is getting about a five, five out and a half. Ten, out of ten, ten out, yeah. out of ten. I'm assuming. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, hold on a minute. <laughs> Smack, uh, SmackDown's getting about a six and a half. Oh man, I'd actually rate SmackDown higher than that. I've really enjoyed SmackDown lately. Yeah, maybe there's been some sevens in there. <clears throat> and Impact has been consistently getting. Uh, I, I think the lowest impact score I've seen is about a six and a half or a 6.75, but on average it's about 7.75 to eight. So. Yeah. I've, I've been enjoying point. impact. I've been enjoying impact a lot too. Yeah. So. Um, it's a great, it's a great time to be a fan. As long as you're not, as long as you're not watching raw and bag and slap dick. God, what are yeah? You know, I have to watch that job squad piece of shit. I mean, so now uh, the obvious question from here is, my God, what do you what what do you want to see? My God, what do you want to see? I I want to see just when you think you have all the questions, Tony Khan changes the answers, and here comes all, have, <laughs> here comes New Japan. All the answers, yes, exactly. Here comes you know, Tana, Here comes Okada. See, Tony Khan mentioned. In his media call this week, one, he said John Moxley wouldn't be working Wrestle Kingdom. Two, oh, oh he's not. He, that's what he said. But you know, he, he he could say and you know what he says and what happens. You know, who knows? But let's say let's let's say he was telling the truth. Let's say John Moxley isn't working Wrestle Kingdom. He also mentioned that AEW is planning a Christmas Dynamite special, a New Year's Eve Dynamite special or New Year's Dynamite special, whatever, and Beach Break in January. So they've got three special Dynamites coming up on Wednesdays in, in the end of the year. Let's let's just say, let's just say for... Christmas on Friday sake, this year, isn't it? Yeah. yeah let's Qu- just say for argument's sake that um, Mox is not working Wrestle Kingdom. What if for the, for the, for the New Year's Dynamite special, which would be on the 30th they'd have mox versus kenta for the iwgp united states championship 
on dynamite. Possible. Kenta lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. I like if they get if they if they strike a deal and get that done. It, like, look, everybody's thinking right now the impact. Now all, all eyes are focused on impact as being. Somebody from Impact attacked Mox. Well, that's, what, thing, that's what everybody <clears throat> thinks right now. The thing, what the if thing, it's the, still the original theory that it's Kenta? The thing with Kenta, though, is he's going to probably have to quarantine for two weeks. So it's going to have to be two weeks before Wrestle Kingdom to do that. If he's going to be in Wrestle Kingdom. He, I, yeah, I, but, he, I, but he wouldn't have to be in Wrestle Kingdom. He doesn't have to be, If no. he's getting his title shot. Because he's the number one contender for the United States Championship. Plus, the main point of them doing that United States Championship was to have it defended in the U.S., yeah, that was the number one point of creating that belt. Yeah, because they wanted to, New Japan wanted to gain their foothold in the United States. So, so much like NWA can't work right now, and it's, they can't work. <laughs> we've we've even, even UWN guy. Yeah, we'll talk until next yeah, year. Yeah, that we'll talk about that in more detail. Not like anybody in, was watching it anyway, but yeah, anyway. we'll talk about that in the headlines. But um, NWA couldn't work, so. How are we keeping it relevant? It, uh, the women's champions on Dynamite. I still would love to see Nick Aldis on Dynamite somewhere. Um, I wouldn't, but it, it's something that will probably happen. If, if, I, I will, if NWA, I will say that much. I, they have a new show, Shockwave. It's a half-hour YouTube show. They, they tape these all in California. They taped. Uh, I talked to actually talked with Dave Marquez, the interviewer on Twitter, and he said they taped up for the rest of the year, um, but he could I, he could not speak about. But because I asked him, is this basically the uh, kind of the COVID version of rebooting NWA until we get crowds back and power comes back? And he said. He he replied to me, which is, Dave Marquez is a great guy. He he always replies. He 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 replies back a lot. He said that they filmed uh, uh, several episodes to go past the new year, but he couldn't speak on power, obviously. Yeah, that... <clears throat> yeah, of course. He doesn't want um, to get in trouble. So... You know, and I, I, don't bl- I don't blame him. You don't want to get him in trouble with Corrigan. Well, you probably don't know. Don't know. I mean, everything's unknown right now with power. So, Yeah, but uh, he, might have, he might have an idea. He might he be might. sitting in on the meetings and stuff. I'm sure Corrigan has a general plan. Of where he wants to take things going forward. Yeah. Um, so, you know, much like uh, uh, NWA has kept its name floating around with the UWN and, of course, AEW partnerships in New Japan has not been able to do U.S. shows with COVID. So it, it only makes sense to have New Japan included in uh, AEW and have that U.S. title. Um. Man, uh, so uh, y- you brought up New Japan. My point was, what do you want to see with Impact and AEW? Who who taking on who? Who you? Uh, 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 <clears throat> what comes to mind? What comes to mind? Uh, I want to see Willie Mack and Will Hobbs. My my thing my thing is that the thing about. AEWs, they don't need help with their men's division. Well, like, I'm just saying, who do you like, want to see? Who do you want to see? Like dream matches? With I don't the, know if the, I don't know if there's any besides like the tag team division down there. You know, like the North and the Good Brothers and 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 the Guns. You know, 
facing some other tag teams in AEW. I can't really think of any men one-on-one dream matches that AEW well, can produce. They, it, it really they, falls they don't more on the side matches. of the of the women right now. They don't have to be dream match. They don't have to be dream matches, but thing matches you want to see. Like I want to see Sammy Callahan and John Moxley, or I want to see Sammy Callahan and Lance Archer. Uh, th- those come to mind. Um, I'd, I'd like to see Kenny Omega and Rich Swan. Poo. Champion, champion. Yeah, I'd like, um, I'd like to see that. God, if if the uh, if the Rascals were still there, I'd love to see the Rascals in Private Party. Um, yeah, man, they left at the wrong time. Yeah, got, t- WWE only signed two of them. Uh, yeah, I got it in headlines. Trey, but... Like Trey Miguel didn't get signed. I don't know what the fuck happened there. The fucking the single star didn't get signed. Out there. It's freaking weird. I thought he was the, to me personally. I thought he was the best one of the three. Maybe he's coming. So, maybe Trey's coming somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> maybe Trey's going to AEW at the at the right time. Oh, look! This Impact guy shows up and he's on Team AEW. How about that? That would that would that would be interesting. Uh, here's here's another reason I think it was brilliant of AEW to sign this deal with Impact right now, or whatever whatever working relationship they have right now. They've got Sting, but they don't have the rights to any. They got who? Sting, they got yes, that guy, but they don't have the rights to any of his footage. WWE owns all of it except. The five plus years that he was with Impact. Impact, yeah. So if which, Impact which was, lets, which was very important years, exactly. So if Impact lets AEW utilize their footage of Sting, there's Although, like a bunch of video packages and stuff right there. I mean, uh, um, that's, that, a like, that's, that's a given. That's almost <laughs> worth the partnership. That's dude. That's almost worth the partnership right off the bat. That you gotta, you gotta the, think that's a given that impact's going to let them use that footage. Yeah. But I'm saying like, that's, that's a great reason for the, for the partnership. Okay. I've got, uh, I got, I got the rosters up here. Just kind of combing through it. See if there's anybody. Oh, Oh, TJP and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, be, I mean, I'm sure the match would be great. It, that doesn't. We're that doesn't th- like go. That doesn't make me go. Oh my god! Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, the, with the tag teams, there's obviously dream matches. Here, yeah. I'm just talking about shit I want to see. You know, I'd like I, to see Pat. I'd like to see Pack and Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I think I think those two guys are nuts, and I I think they, I think they beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> That's why I, that's why I want to see Sammy and, and Moxley or Sammy and, and uh, Archer because they're all equally nuts. I I think we will see I I think we will see some form of of Moxley and Callahan. Uh oh, how about this one, Matt? Chris Bay and Ricky Starks. Hey, AEW wanted to sign Chris Bay before Impact got him. Now they might be able to use him anyway. How 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 so... how apropos is that? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Here's an interesting, another interesting part. Impact with Callus has been able to start bridging the gap between them and New Japan again. Yeah. With the Good Brothers, 
yeah. with uh is it Chris Bay and TJP are both in the uh in the Super Juniors tournament? Yep. So if this is if this gap's being bridged and now AEW's coming in and Impact AEW and New Japan all start working together. Oh my god. What has happened to the professional wrestling industry? Uh, because Vince McMahon just shit his depends. Let me, let, me, let me tell you what happened, Matt. A guy by the name of Vince McMahon just got passed by. <laughs> Pretty the much. End. And Triple H had the nerve. The nerve to say on that <laughs> NXT what, what, media call what, what, today. What, you, mean, that, you mean the nerve. The nerve. He had the nerve to say that WWE is open for business when it comes to working with other promotions. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're so full of shit. Was there did he just say that out loud or was there a question? Somebody that... questioned about the about about what happened on AEW last night with the AEW and Impact thing. So Oh, I got another match for you. Orange Casty and Heath. I don't know why, but I just thought that I want to see Orange Cassidy against Falaba. <laughs> oh, 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 and he does it. Orange. And I have no idea why. Because for Fala, some because, reason, that just sounds fucking entertaining to because, me. Because of Falaba's like, reaction, his facial reactions to when OC does his uh, slow sloth shit would be fucking great. Dude, if, if, if every time... if. Dude, if every time Orange hit him with a with a kick, he would go, bah. <laughs> do you mean, dude? There could be some entertaining stuff there, man. Uh oh, another one. <clears throat> Eddie Edwards, Joey Janela. That'd be a good one. I think I think there could be quite. I think there could be quite a few good matches for Eddie Edwards in this if if they wanted if they wanted to. Um. Man. It's exciting times, man. Exciting fucking times. Eric Young, John Silver. Dude, Eric Young and Pack. Oh, yeah. The Bastard versus the Maniac. Oh, my God. Madman Fulton and Lance Archer. Uh,. <laughs> this is fun, man. Dude, yeah, just thinking about what all this could mean is 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 a ridiculous amount of fun. Uh, <clears throat> Ace Austin and Jungle Boy. I think that'd oh, be a God. good match. I think that'd be a good match. Man, this is like this is exciting. To- this is unprecedented. Exciting times that a, that a national wrestling promotion is working with with other companies within the United States like this. It's two, it's it's um, it's, in, it's nuts. Two 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 promotions that are on national television. And I mean, I know some people can point to when WWE and ECW worked together in the late nineties, but one that was out of desperation from Vince because he was fighting off Nitro 
And two, he was helping secretly fund ECW in the Be- late 90s. Because to keep Paul, it, to, Paul, he was running out of money. Yeah, to keep it afloat. So he, clearly Vince had some personal investment in bringing in ECW to make, you know, to make that thing happen. So it, it, to, to me, just, just the fact that Tony Khan is willing to work with the NWA in, in AEW, I mean, in, in, in Impact, in AAA, and, you know, and they've said they, they're willing to work with the Ring of Honor, and, you know, if we could ever see any anything there, which I think would have happened had the whole Marty Skrull situation not taken place. Because mm-hmm. God knows what's happening there. And there's still the possibility, like I said, I, I still think <clears throat> there's a very good chance that they're that they're going to be doing shit with with New Japan mm-hmm. within the next couple of months. And we can't we can't leave women out the women out here. Oh, uh, dude, dude, there's so many great match matchup ideas for the Neil Neil Dashwood Britt Baker. Oh, they're almost the exact same personality. That and it would be such a great match. I want to see uh, Jordan. I want to see Jordan Grace versus Nyla Rose. I was just gonna say that. I oh was, my god! I was Give just it gonna, to me. dude. I was just, I was just gonna say it. Uh, <clears throat> Sheeta and Perazzo. I was gonna say Champion versus Champion. Yeah. Um, and I, you've already mentioned earlier Abaddon and Sue Young. You want to throw those two nutballs in the in the ring together? You know. Man, there's just there's so many cool things they can do. I would love to see if she if if she's healthy. <clears throat> if she's healthy, I'd uh, uh, oh, Rosemary and Allie. I was gonna say Rosemary and Chris Statlander, but I think oh, the thing the thing with Allie is we've seen her wrestle most of the Impact people already, dude. Taya Valkyrie and Chris Statlander would be great. Jazz and Serena Deeb. Man, I'm so happy, Jazz. I'm so happy, Jazz. Uh, I, I hope she sticks. I hope she decides to change her mind and do like a very like a limited uh, impact signs her. Because <clears throat> I'm I, hoping I'm hoping everybody in that tournament sign. I, I think there's um, I think there's so much potential yeah. in Renee Michelle and yeah. Killer Kelly oh. and the Sea Stars. Oh, did you see? Like, uh, did you see? Uh, did you see Jordan Grace's uh, tweet about Killer Kelly? I don't think so. Like literally word for word. She's like, uh, fucking sign her already. She retweeted. (laughs) She, and this was her retweeting impact wrestling's tweet about killer Kelly. Literally. She's retweeting the company's tweet saying fucking sign her already. That's amazing. Yeah. uh, uh, That shows you how much stroke she feels she has in the company right now. Agreed with uh, Renee Michelle. Uh, seven star uh, uh, C stars. Uh, uh, one of the C stars was on NWA. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head now. They're they're both really good. Yeah, she was in uh she was in NWA. Um, fuck. And I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think who. Um, Ashley Vox, and she was paired with Thunder Rosa, I think, or something. Or was she aligned with? Oh, I know. I do. I know. I said story. I, there was a story with I Ashley. I know. I Vox. said Jordan Grace and Nyla Rose, but could you see Nyla Rose and Havoc? Oh, dude, that would be talk about. Oh, geez, that would be ridiculously just 
the irresistible force meets the immovable object right there. And what happens when AEW gets their girls back, like Riho and, and shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Dude, this is exciting. This is very, very exciting. And I, dude, I'm excited <clears throat> to see... I'm, honestly, I'm excited to see Taya Valkyrie against anyone. Oh, yeah. On, on, the, on the AEW roster, because she's that damn good. We got... You know, we didn't mention Penelope Ford. We can match her up with someone. Dude, to, uh, to tie in Penelope. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool with shit. Man, man this is a good time, man. I mean, I'm just... It's a, this is an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. And there was just... There was so much joy on social media last night. And it's so rare to see almost universal happiness after a wrestling show. But there was just there were so many people happy last night, and people were feeling like they were a kid again, you know, like for the first time since like, and I I felt like I was a kid again, like and I I'm kind of feeling that joy right now. It's just this is how I felt during the '90s and in the Monday Night Wars when when anything could happen and you were just you didn't know what you were going to see next, and it was an exciting time to be a fan. Just the fact that. We might be entering into that again. Man. And Vince is left behind. <laughs> what um, the fuck <clears throat> is an AEW, pal? So I mentioned earlier that three hours after the show ended, that AEW was still trending number one in the United States. Yeah. Three hours after AEW, uh, three hours after Dynamite ended, Impact was number seven. Yeah, they got as high as the number four down on the night. And the impact was trending number one almost all night. So it's insanity. Oh, man. And and then AEW smashed NXT in the ratings last night. We'll get to that. The 18 to 34 demo, like not the 18 to 49, but the 18 to 34 demo was extremely eye opening. Yeah. I was I was blown away um by how much the 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 male 18 to 34 demo how badly um AEW smashed NXT last night craziness <laughs> Ugh, so much to talk about we already talked about a lot um but man when we record on Tuesday, we're—I mean—we're going to literally record after Impact. Man, it's going to be fun to see what happens on Impact. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if we mentioned this on uh, on while we were recording, but uh, not much happened on BTE this week, and it was a really short episode. Yeah. Um, the, the, there were some funny parts. Uh, um, Brandon Cutler checking out the hard camera. You, Mark! <laughs> Seriously, I love the Brandon Cutler Kaz segments. And I thought Marco Stunt was going to die. I, I thought Marco Stunt was going to die when he said uh, Kaz needs anger management. Uh Dark Order was partying. Uh, Colt Cabana got the bandages off. And uh, Hangman Page just hanging outside, didn't walk it. further in that Dark Order story. 
That was on BT on Monday. Then we see Dark Order helping Hangman. I think we're going to get a little more, uh, a little more continuance on BTE on Monday and a little more on Dynamite on Wednesday. You think he? Do you think he joins or? I don't know. I don't know where it's going. I think it eventually leads to whenever Brody Lee comes back. Like whenever, whenever that's going to be. Oh, because the Dark Order is acting like baby faces and Brody Lee is going to come back and go, what the fuck? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, uh, once again, Silver stiff arming Anna J for a hug and gives Ten a hug instead. And so then Anna J hugs Stu who, who is perplexed, but then she says like something like, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I wonder if they're dating. I wonder if Anna Jane Stewart dating. I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. Um, and then literally half of BTE was Trent and Silver trying to get a mustard packet in a bowl. Uh, Nick Jackson says if someone gets it within the next two shots, he will PayPal them $1,000. And finally, John Silver hit it. And they showed, literally on camera, showed Nick Jackson sending $1,000 to John Silver's PayPal. Well, at first he offered 500 Five, And nobody made and it. no one made it. And I think he was feeling confident. That he, that he wasn't going to pay? Yeah that, he, yeah, that he could offer the 1000 and no one was going to hit. <laughs> And, oops. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. And look, I know that's probably chump change to the Young Bucks at this point in their career. But if I had to give away $1,000 like that, I would be st- I would be sick, and- sick to my stomach. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. You know what happened last night, Matt? I do. It was announced on the show. Sting has signed a multi-year contract with AEW. Um, Press release says the surprise introduction of Sting was a great way to celebrate our biggest episode of Dynamite yet. Tony Khan said, uh, when AEW launched, I was ecstatic to bring wrestling back to TNT after a very long absence. Sting defeated the legendary Ric Flair in the final wrestling match to be shown on TNT for more than 18 years until the debut of Dynamite in 2019. Now, almost two decades later, it's such a thrill to welcome Sting to AEW and bring him back home to TNT. Multi-year agreement. Full-time multi-year agreement. Craziness, man. So, uh, Impact Wrestling the night before, uh, little did we know what was going to happen. Um. Sad news, though, uh, the beginning of the episode, a tribute to Bob Ryder, who'd been with the company a uh, very long time, uh, passed away this past week. So a tribute to him on there. Triple uh, XL took on the Motor City Machine Guns. A uh, little bit of a feud, a little small feud between those guys over the past few weeks. Um, with the guns getting the win there. I think I think we're heading guns and, and good brothers at hard to kill, don't you think? That seems to be the most logical 
direction right now. But now, shit, who knows now? Throw everything out the fucking window. Stan has nothing to do with Impact right now. Imagine him showing up in the Impact arena, though. Oh, God. We've already seen it. I don't need to see it again. <laughs> um. Outside, Scott Tamore and a bunch of security guys telling uh, uh, Ken Shamrock he's suspended for 30 days. Enjoy that vacation. Uh, Sammy Callahan gave him the keys of the car and, and told him to go to Bermuda or the Bahamas. Um, Johnny Bravo back. <clears throat> uh, uh, looks like he's healthy again as he went after Larry D for shooting him. And Larry D grabs him by the throat. Tommy Dreamer wearing a police shirt <laughs> says uh, <coughs> to Larry D that we need to we need to go downtown. I, I fucking uh, I crack up at Dreamer on, on these things, man. Uh, the second <coughs> the second to last first round match in the knockouts tag team tournament Renee Michelle and Killer Kelly taking on Jazz and Jordan Grace very good match with the uh, with these ladies Killer Kelly looking very good Renee Michelle looking very good hopefully they both have signed uh as well as Jazz uh Jazz retired so I don't <clears throat> I don't know what she maybe she gets reinvigorated and sticks around I don't know she looked good did did you did you see the the Dark Order tweets already trying to recruit Stain? <laughs> no. <laughs> Evil Uno of the Dark Order says, "You think Ad Stain knows what Amonos is?" Um, and John Silver <clears throat> says, "Hey, Ad Stain, hey, I you saw the come Among hang Us. out with me and my friends." Hashtag Dark Order. I did see the Among Us tweet. I did yeah. see that. Um, yeah. Do you think? Silver. Do you think? Uh, uh, do you? <laughs> oh, can we please get? A recruitment set a uh, recruit a recruitment bit on BTE. Can oh we please God. get can, that? Can you imagine staying on BTE? Will he? Will he? I, oh I, 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 I think he would. I think that'd be amazing. Do you think he? I think he would. <sighs> Not right away. So, there's there's, there's right so away. many. There's so many possibilities right now. Do you think he would though? I I think he would. I don't. I don't know about right away. Uh, definitely not this week because they're going to wait till. Yeah. Cause he's not talking until next week. Yeah. So, but eventually down the line, I, I down the line, we need a silver and sting segment for the love of God. Uh, so Jordan grace and jazz move on. They, Oh my God, they're going to take on Nevaeh and havoc. How good is that match going to be, Matt? They're going to beat the fuck out of each other. It's going to be a great tag match. I don't know who wins. I, I honestly think Nevaeh and havoc are going to win the whole thing. But I could, I could not, I, I could see Grace and Jazz knocking them off. Maybe. But I, I all along, I've thought that Nevaeh and Havoc are going to win the whole thing. But maybe a swer- swerve. Oh, look at that! Impact Plus flashback: Generation Me against the Motor City Machine Guns in a Full Metal Mayhem match. Little did we know, the next day. <laughs> Unbelievable, man! I, I can't get over it. Uh, Ethan Page, <clears throat> Ethan Page, going off after losing to Swoggle and plans to fix it all and challenges uh, Carl Anderson to fight him at Final Resolution. 
When is final resolution? Obviously, that's an Impact Plus thing. I feel like that's a couple weeks away. Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking. For some reason, I'm thinking it's the nineteenth. Twelfth. <clears throat> okay, I was off a week. Okay, week from Saturday. Are all of those free, or it was just um, the one for? Was just the one free? Well, Impact the Impact Wrestling Plus app is free for your first month. Oh, so whenever you choose to sign up for it, you you got. Oh, I I thought I thought I read that that the pay, that it was free for everybody that the last one that they did. Uh, whatever Not that I'm aware of. I believe okay. you have to sign up for Impact Plus, but I mean it's free for 30 days. So I guess you could just make different emails. And, but it's kind of well, like 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 someone we know. Like someone we know. I I don't, I don't know who that might that someone might be. <laughs> Joe. Sorry. I, uh, so Ethan Page going nuts. I love Ethan Page. He's awesome. Josh Alexander looking less than impressed. So I wonder if the North gets broken up eventually. Maybe, maybe not. Now that now that there's an invasion, though, I mean, North and FTW, FTW, <laughs> FTR, uh, North and the box would be great. Man, there's. Can't really break them up now, can we, Matt? Nah. I, I think I think uh, Alexander's just, you know, it's like brothers. They get sick of each other and annoyed with each other. and Got the annoying brother, Ethan Page, going off. Um, <clears throat> Tennille Dashwood and Caleb with a K. Um, we're trying to talk to Alicia Edwards, but she was a little focused. And uh, did a sneak attack on Sammy Callahan, of all people. Of course, of course, uh, Sammy attacked her husband uh, to end Impact the week before. So that was uh, uh, that was pretty good. I liked I liked Alicia attacking. Uh, she she had a little fire in her there. <clears throat> she was angry. Johnny Swinger and his gimmicks took on Cody Deaner. Uh interrupted by Eric, Eric Young and uh, Joe Doring. Uh, then we learn that uh, 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 that Cody Diener was uh, <clears throat> trained with uh, Eric Young. Cody went to uh, uh, Eric Young's wrestling school, so there's a little story behind that. And so uh, that, that's obviously setting up a feud there. I'm, I'm, the whole Joe Doring returning thing, kind of baffles me a little bit matt because like i'm like oh was he an impact a lot no he was like barely an impact in the past like maybe a year yeah a long time ago um i i i don't i don't really hate him it kind of reminds me of a young terry funk so you know i i think it's an interesting pairing with eric young and you know they're just doing whatever the fuck they want um, obviously I think we're going to have a, uh, once Heath is healthy, how, you know how long he is before he can go again? I don't, I haven't heard any time frame. Obviously he'll be hopefully early <clears throat> next year. They probably did that attack to buy some time. Probably, uh, from a couple weeks ago when, yeah, I, I would assume so. Um, <clears throat> Deanna Perrazzo and Kimberly come out to the ring uh, earlier in the evening. They talked to Father James Mitchell to ask if it's been done. 
and and uh, James is like, these things take time. And so they lured Sue Young out to the ring, and then Father James Mitchell comes out, who has awesome fucking music. Impact has some good entrance music, doesn't they, Matt? Both Impact and AEW have great people doing their themes. I, I wish WWE could hire somebody that wasn't absolutely shit. They had. I'm just, they, I'm they just had, saying. Had, no, I'm fucking agreeing with you. They, I mean, they had they had something with CFO, even though some of their yeah, they, they weren't as good as Jim Johnson, but compared to what they have now, Who the CFO fuck? was amazing. Seriously, in the in the in, in pro wrestling history, who is going to beat Jim Johnson? I don't know. I I, I really like the AEW guy so far. Yeah, I, I actually I really dig the Sting theme. Yeah, that's good. I think that's really well done, and it really fits the character. I, I thought they, I thought they did an excellent job with that with this theme. So Father James Mitchell comes out, and the undead bridesmaids come to the ring, and uh, Perazzo attacked Young. I, I, I thought like the bridesmaids would turn on Mitchell and, and attack uh, Perazzo and, and Kimber, but that didn't happen. Instead, <clears throat> um. Instead, uh, the bridesmaids take a uh, 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 fallen young uh, off. So we'll we'll find out uh, maybe what happens to her next week or something. Uh, Chris Bay <clears throat> working out. Moose approaches him. Moose says he wants to beat Rich Swan's best friend and put himself in line for a title shot. Bay thought Moose wanted to be in his corner. Um, and uh, so uh, k- kind of interesting dynamics with uh, Bay and Moose. I, <clears throat> does it feel like to you that we're heading to a, a, a for hard to kill, we're going to a fatal four-way with, uh, with Bay, Moose, Willie, and, and, and Swan? Feels like it to me. I'd, I'd be okay with that. It, it just feels like it. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we'll get to the end of Impact in a minute. But actually, it's actually we're pretty close to it because – all that's left is um, uh, Gia interviewed Carl Anderson. He accepted the challenge for final resolution. Uh, we got our X Division Championship match between Rohit Raju and Krazy Steve. We uh, <coughs> Rohit retains to no surprise. <clears throat> Falaba uh, um, questions Tasha Steele and Kara Hogan about taking his money, and. Uh, Johnny Swinger hits on Tasha and Kara and Tasha says, whose uncle is this? <laughs> I fucking cracked up at that, man. In a great main event, Chris Bay, Willie Mack. This is what confused me, man. Chris Bay loses to Willie Mack, but then he's, he's holding up the title and Josh Matthews says that he's like primed for a title shot. The dude just lost the match clean to Willie Mack. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. And typical Josh Matthews commentary, but he's, uh, he's so bad. I, I definitely feel like, yeah. Can we just get Matt Stryker and Madison Ray, <laughs> dude, or Stryker and Callis? Like yeah. I, I look. Matthews does enough behind the scenes for Impact that he he can keep his job without having to worry about anything. But we all know that's. Not I am so, I am so tired of hearing him on commentary. He's just not good. I haven't had an excuse to play angle in a while, so. <clears throat> just not good. 
Oh, oh, yeah. By the way, speaking of speaking of this, uh, uh, did you see uh, Angle on Twitter this week? He's in pretty good shape, pal. Uh, he's getting swole, lip banging, clanging, and banging. Yeah, I wonder why. Oh man, wonder what. Imagine if old Tony. Uh, Maybe he wants one more match with Stang. Stanger, St- Stang or <laughs> I need to get the clip of uh, Top. Maybe and Shop. both. I need to get the top, the clip of Top it, and Shop of the there, It's there, Stang. There's your there's your drink. You were talking Stang. about Impact and AEW matches earlier. Stang Stang versus Stang. Stang. Is, Stang is Heath, ain't it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I thought Stang so. <laughs> talking Shop of Mania 3, Stang and Sting. Book it. Yeah, I don't think the Good Brothers can afford the other Stang. That's why. That's why. That's why they have. It's Stang! <laughs> Oh my goodness! What this a crazy a, world! What a crazy world we live in, JB. This is gonna be the longest show in a while. Well, this, the is fans the are, most, this is probably the most we've had to talk about in a while. The fans are gonna love it. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll motor through them. Uh, NXT though, first. Uh, uh, everybody on the stage. Uh, tribute to Pat Patterson. They played. A I, great, had, I had I had to skip this. I couldn't watch it. A uh, great video package uh, to the tune of "My Way," and obviously they threw in some of Pat singing "My Way." Yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Is it. Was this a sudden thing? It feels. Uh, like I it, heard it was cancer. Oh, he was just keeping it. Oh, private. Yeah. He was keeping it private. Um, and then uh, after the video package, the crowd and wrestlers in attendance at the CWC uh, chanting, uh, thank you, Pat. Uh, Johnny Gargano coming out on, on commentary with uh, Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph and Beth Phoenix. Um, <clears throat> Leon Ruff was supposed to team with Kurt Stallion to take on uh, – take on Santos Escobar and Raul Mendoza. Instead, Damian Priest took his place. I don't know why. I think maybe they explained it. I don't know. Uh, but a, a very good opening tag match with uh, Santos and Raul against Leon and Damian Priest. Uh, Priest uh, hits the racketing and Ruff with a fr- flag, sp- uh, flag splash. Frog splash. And uh, Ruff gets the pin. One, two, three. Uh, Priest and Ruff get the, the win there. Um. More ghost faces. So is uh, Gargano building an army, Matt? Army of ghost faces. Why the hell not? Um, <clears throat> I mean, if they, if, they, if they don't help him win the title back on Sunday, I guess they're kind of worthless. Unlike uh, unlike AEW, we talked two weeks. We did. We are not talking two weeks of NXT. Uh, but going back to last week's NXT, um, KO, pretty good on commentary. I liked it. Did you? It was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun night with KO there. Yeah, it was. Um, and that ladder match was as good as expected. Kyle O'Reilly. We we predicted Roddy and and Pete. I did. Yeah, I predicted Roddy. But uh, it was Kyle O'Reilly, which is even a even a, just as good of a choice. Um, undisputed era cutting a promo. Uh, very pretty cool. I liked it. They were like at dinner. Just talking shit about uh, Pat McAfee and those guys. Um, 
Mackenzie interviewing Candice LeRae uh, with uh, her war game. War game! We need that. We need that sound clip, don't we? Of course, we only really use it once a year, but it'd be fun to just randomly put. You know, I sent you, I sent you a tweet in the Lost in the Mid Card DMs with Triple H doing it. <laughs> in the call today. Um, I think it was in his interview with Ryan Satin tonight. Oh. But yeah, it's it's in the Lost in the Mid Card DMs. With I mean, me. I could I could randomly play it like I do. Do ya? I could just randomly play war games for the fuck of it, you know, no reason. Um, just like I'm going to be playing this randomly for no reason for years to come. Yeah. That guy. Such good shit. Um, so, uh, Candice LeRae cut a promo with her team. Uh, this week will be the women's match for the advantage. It's going to be Shotzi Blackheart and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, August gray took on Cameron Grimes. Um, pretty short match I, I like a i like august gray i think there's some promise with this guy uh he comes from evolve i can't remember what his evolve name was they changed his name from what it was at involved but i, I kind of like this guy i like to see uh where they're going <clears throat> cameron grimes hit the ca- uh hit the cave in and then grabs the strap um and uh uh straps up august gray and attacks him and then funny thing is cameron grimes turns away and then turns around and it's dexter loomis tied to the strap and i thought that I, the whole cameron grimes dexter loomis feud has been very entertaining to me i liked it uh and i think the strap match will be good at takeover matt uh i i've really enjoyed this these these two guys i, I think a, a lot of it is grimes's acting has been just his reactions to loomis have been been hilarious what do you, what do you think about this feud i personally haven't been feeling it at all i'm not a grimes fan so really it, it does it yeah. does nothing it does nothing for me um I hate the I hate the fact that there's going to be a match on a on a takeover where I can literally just get up and leave the room and not care. I'm excited. Um, and, for th- and this is this is that match. I I could not give the slightest of shits about about Grimes and and uh, and, and and Loomis on, on on Sunday. I just I just don't care. Looking forward to the war game, the two war games matches. I'm looking forward to the triple threat. Um, what's the other match that I'm blanking on right now? There's five. What's Thatcher and Champ. Yeah, Thatcher and Champ. Yeah, I think that'll be good too. I just, I just don't, I don't, I just don't care about. Are you? Uh, you know, are I don't you? Don't care about Limits and Grimes at all. Are you coming around on Thatcher a little bit? No, <laughs> I still, I still think the gimmicks. Boring. <laughs> I look. I, I think he's great in the ring. I think Thatcher's great in the ring, but the gimmick of the, of the teacher shit, I just, it, it, I like it. I just I it to me it's just like whatever. I'm entertained. Yeah, I, just don't, I, I don't I don't care. I'll be entertained when Champa beats his ass. But for a, but my, knowing my luck, uh, knowing my luck, Thatcher will win, and I'll just be like groan. Um, um, but, <clears throat> um, a couple of cruiserweights took a uh, mat next match. Jake Atlas, Tony Nese. Um, Jake Atlas getting his win back and a, a pretty good little fiery promo there by Jake Atlas. Uh, with Mackenzie Mitchell there, Mitchell, right? Mackenzie Mitchell. I think that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so probably uh, Atlas is eventually going to probably uh, fight his way up uh, to to try to get to the cruiserweight title again. Uh, before they go to commercial, Pete, Pat, Oni, and uh, and uh, Danny show up. Uh, McAfee 
uh, McAfee starts off his promo saying he has the utmost respect for Pat Patterson and what he did for the business. I thought that was really cool of uh, Pat to say. Uh, then starts talking shit about the the Undisputed Era and making fun of the vignette that they had earlier in the evening. Um, and uh, I liked how Pete Dunn, who's been basically silent the whole time since coming back, grabs the microphone saying basically that he's going to end Undisputed Era. Good and luck with that, Pete. I, I just, that. I Pat McAfee is just so good. And then, of course, uh, you know, good on the mic is not surprising. And then what he did against Adam Cole, then it's like, so I can only imagine what he's going to do at War Games. Uh, I'm very like that. I think that's the match I'm most looking forward to. Because I have undisputed ever, ever, ever won War Games, or have Maybe. they lost every single one they've done? Did they they lost last year to the KO's team, right? Yeah. Twenty eighteen was the first war games. There's this is the third is this the third? Yeah. Dunn, Ricochet, and War Raiders beat them in the first one. Yeah, so like I, I feel like Undisputed Era is finally going to win a War Games this weekend, and I'm kind of excited about it. A little preview to the, the prediction. And I, I look, and I'm really excited. I'm, I'm very excited to watch Pat McAfee get his ass beat. Oh, that's gonna happen. because he's that he's that type of heel that has no redeemable qualities about him, and you just want to see him get punched in the mouth. So, like to watch the Era beat his ass inside War Games is going to bring wrestling fans. A lot of joy on Sunday night. Um, <clears throat> they show a vignette of uh, of Zia Lee and Bao going through uh, uh, punishment or training or whatever you want to see. Uh, I'll be so happy when these segments are over. I kind of like him. <laughs> Obviously, uh, we're probably going to see a gimmick change for both people once they're done and come back. Uh, and then uh, I would not be surprised if Zia Lee starts going on a, a, a winning streak to go towards the title. Well, if they're doing all this shit, she better come back and start matches. That was the whole point. Oh, of- for cry- yeah, for crying out loud. Uh, last week on NXT, the Grizzled Young Veterans returned from NXT UK. Uh, they were set to take on the Dollar Store Young Bucks of of ever rise and and how funny that uh <clears throat> fabian eicher and marcel bartel just beat the shit out of him and threw him out of the match <laughs> and then and then we get a fucking great match between uh, four guys that are based in nxt uk i love that tag match matt uh, i didn't say it oh you didn't watch nxt i i, I turned it on last night and I, to be truth be told, I had it in the background. I saw some things. I missed others, mainly because I was watching review shows online. <laughs> mainly because of that. <laughs> yeah, I was watching like Fightful's post game show, and I was watching um, the, the Denise Alcedo's review, and I was just, I was just, I was so entrenched with AEW last night that uh, while I had NXT playing, like I literally, there were some parts of the show that I just completely missed. 
because I just I was so focused on the the excitement of you know just everything right now. Um, <clears throat> we had a another Thatch's Thatch can with uh, Timothy Thatcher and Rust Taylor, one of his students. Uh, today's lesson was distraction, and it was kind of funny uh, how uh, Thatcher turned. Kind of just like uh, when when Cameron Grimes turned around and there's Dexter Loomis, Thatcher turned around and there's Champa. I thought that was kind of funny too. Uh, Champa talks some shit to Thatcher. Thatcher says he doesn't want any trouble but then does a double leg takedown and they go to town. So that was good. Uh, good stuff from those guys. Looking forward to that match for sure at TakeOver. Uh, then the main event, Shotzi Blackheart, Raquel Gonzalez. Obviously, uh, uh, you Were know. you shocked by the winner here? Nah, because they always give it to the heels. So sometimes yeah, but Shotzi won. Yeah, because they usually give that advantage to the heels. So, yeah, I, so that's what that's why I was asking if you were surprised because the baby face never wins the man advantage. That's what I'm saying. Games, they ever. were they were due to win one. That's why I'm not shocked. Uh, I was shocked because it just seems like they never do it. Uh, like they Hart- never did it in WCW. They never did yeah. it in NXT. Hey, it doesn't so ha- doesn't hurt like, to doesn't hurt to shake it up. You know? I was still surprised. I was just like, oh wow, okay, <clears throat> then that's pretty cool. You know, it and um. I love. I've been loving those vignettes of Shotzi, Rhea, and um, uh, who the fuck? Drawing a blank. Uh, Shotzi, Rhea, and uh, and Ember as Shotzi's rebuilding the tank. I, I'm I'm excited to see what uh, they come up with for that entrance for Team Shotzi. I'm excited to see I'm what kind of. I'm assuming they're going to have a gigantic tank of some sort with everybody riding in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Indy Hartwell gets a lag because uh, both teams were up on those little platforms. If you've been watching NXT, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Indy got a ladder to help have the help them get down and attack Shotzi, and then uh, I don't know, somebody, maybe the fourth mystery fourth woman on the team. Uh, had provided a ladder for the other team to get down as well. And so then all sorts of mayhem happened. It was crazy. Awesome. And uh, Raquel Gonzalez was uh, had a clear path to get the briefcase and get the advantage. And lo and behold, the fourth women, woman on Shotzi's team was revealed as it was Io Shirai with uh, – uh, 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 stopping Raquel and then hitting a sweet moonsault, knocking everybody out. And that allowed Shotzi to climb the ladder and get the briefcase. So, and uh, all four women posing on the ladder to end, end uh, what I thought was a, a, a good go home show to NXT. Obviously, pales in comparison to, but uh, uh, I did watch NXT right away after, uh, after AEW. So, and I thought it was a real good show. Yeah, I, I look. I too watched them back to back, but I was so focused on still just my mind going on and on about what happened on AEW that like NXT did not get a lot of my focus last night. So, um, well, SmackDown more of Roman Reigns uh, berating Jay for losing. 
Poor Jay. Uh, Otis came down for a match with uh, somebody, and then uh, Jay beat the shit out of him because, uh, you know, Jay does psychotic things to try to please Roman. Uh, then uh, Ziggler and Rude making fun of Otis uh, and then making fun of the Street Profits. And uh, then Street Profits come out. They have a non-title match. And your typical WWE booking non uh, non-title match champions lose. So obviously they're heading uh, towards Ziggler and Rude against the Profits at TLC. Uh, Daniel Bryan interviewed ahead of his match with Sami Zayn. Uh, also non-title, but they're probably uh, leading towards that match at, at TLC as well. Um, which, uh, you know, they had a good, good, great SmackDown match. Uh, Sami Zayn won by countout, ran to the back into Gorilla and Brian chasing him. And Sami Zayn runs out and beats the 10 count. And then, and then we learned that Jey Uso, who's being on a ran, on a rampage this week, he beat the hell out of uh, out of Daniel Bryan. Kevin Owens making the save, uh, uh, obviously a precursor uh, to uh, Kevin Owens later on in the show. Um, but Sami Zayn gets the count out win. I'm sure uh, Bryan is going to probably still uh, probably talk shit to Sami and, and eventually get uh, that title match at TLC. Uh, move along, skipping through some things, skipping through some things. Um, oh, maybe I don't, uh, uh, well, you know, I said Daniel Bryan, but, uh, Sammy and Big E had a thing. So maybe you think, uh, Big E gets the title. I would like to see Big E get the title. I really won't. I was really hoping they were going in the direction of Big E and, and Roman winning the rumble. But I mean, if they're going to do him in the intercontinental title picture instead, I don't foresee that as being where they're going. So, I mean, I guess it's a, it's a consolation prize. He's already held the intercontinental title before. Well, Vince, probably, um, cha- Vince probably changed his mind again, broke up the new day and they changed his mind. It just sucks. I, I just, I want nothing but good things for the new day. So I just, I feel like they're so much better together. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kofi and Xavier lost a lot of steam on Raw since losing Big E, and I feel Big E's lost some uh, some of his you know, allure by losing his by losing his friends. It's just, it, it sucks. I think it's a short-term so Vince, thing. Vince I, <clears throat> I think it's a short-term thing, and then once crowds get back, there'll be a trade or something, and, and uh, they'll be back together once the crowds are back. Um, Billy Kay with his resume thing, I'm not sure where they're going there. Again, that's another stupid idea. You stupid um, oh, whoops, I hit the wrong button. They they put a uh, Adam Pierce put out a tweet today saying, "I'm looking for an assistant. Do you have any ideas?" And it was a picture of him and Billy Kay looking at Billy Kay's resume. Huh. So maybe they're going to do something with Billy Kay and, and Adam Pierce. I I don't know. Should not have broke up the iconics. No, they definitely should not have. Carmella doing a promo and was uh, snapping her fingers to for champagne. I, I liked this part uh, when uh, and then you see the the boss ring and uh, Sasha kind of getting a little revenge. I like I kind of like that that little segment. Uh, Kevin Owens took on Jay Uso as a result of what happened with Daniel Bryan. Um, Jay with a steel chair hitting Owens and beating the shit out of him for the DQ finish. Um. 
I I loved uh, I loved Owens on the mic after this though, and and talking shit to Roman. I, I really liked that to to build yeah. that, to build that match. I, I think it'll be a fun match, but like I really, there's nothing. In, there's not even one percent of for one percent of my brain that believes that KO is going to be Reigns. So it just kind of sucks. The only thing, the only thing is if. If Rock is truly going to be involved at WrestleMania, the title doesn't need to be in the picture. I would agree with that. I'd rather see Roman and The Rock without the title involved. So, uh, uh, what did KO do earlier in the year? He signed a five-year deal. So, I actually would not be surprised if KO beats Roman. Roman I would, starts, be, sh- I would be shocked. And uh, then they set the wheels in motion for Roman just going ape shit. Uh, losing a rematch at the Rumble, and leading to uh, the uh, to the entering the Rock to start that uh, that feud. I I honestly would not be surprised if that if that happens. So, Monday Night Raw, yeah, moment of bliss with Randy Orton, yeah. Uh, funny story about that uh apparently uh many uh either writers or producers did not think they should have gone this direction with the segment but vince said and uh, did it anyway it was terrible it was yeah. so bad <sighs> yeah i don't I, I don't i don't think it was as terrible as people say but it, i mean it wasn't great either <clears throat> but the point of it was uh randy found like I feel it humanizes the fiend way too much. Yeah, it, <clears throat> but the, uh, the 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 purpose of it was Orton found. I'd weakness. much rather see Mister Rogers, Bray Wyatt begging to get Alexa back like that to see the fiend doing it. I just, I, I mean, I mean, we're counting down the days until Alexa eats an RKO, right? No, oh, oh, dude, like I I was shocked it didn't happen already. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely eating an RKO. The, the, Sometime in December. Um, the <clears throat> ow, the third ever Symphony of Destruction match happened between Jeff Hardy and Elias, and my God, thank God Jeff Hardy's okay after that swanton where his head about nearly hit the steel steps. Um, I, I love that they got the base, the base involved uh, as uh, as uh, uh, Braun Strowman made that base famous. <laughs> You're going to get these hands. Uh, for one of the earlier Symphony of Destruction matches. Um, pretty fun match, you know, with toys and shit. I think that finally ends that feud. I, I Maybe. <laughs> oh, you would only hope. Uh, what do you think about this whole Riddle being goofy thing? For some people, it works really well with, and some people, it doesn't. Um I really liked the one where he almost got MVP to break character last week, and he was yeah, like, he kind of he kind of popped. He popped when I, I think he kind of actually he was like he, and MVP is like first off, I'm not your bro, and Matt's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and MVP almost broke, and that and that popped me. Um, Aww. Keith Keith Lee's mannerisms on Monday, um. I very much thought was funny. Um, I mean, yeah, man's getting ready for an important match. He's like, yeah, I don't want to hear this shit. 
Yeah, but I mean, Riddle's important for the same damn match. Yeah, but it's so. Riddle. But it, bro, it's Riddle. So I mean, it's it's fine. It, you know, it's 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 Vince taking taking a character and pushing a, a portion of it too far. I mean, it's it's just it's just what he, it's just what Vince does. You know, or, we, we we it's not something any any one of us should be surprised of. Uh, on the, in this day and age, poor uh, poor ricochet job to slap dick. One and only jobber. Uh, <clears throat> when's, your, when's your contract up, Rick? Yeah, no shit. Uh, WWE announced tribute to the troops Sunday, December sixth. Going to be on Fox. Uh, I believe it, it just recently was taped. Yeah, they say it's gonna play like between the uh, between like NFL games on Sunday or something along those lines. So that'll be cool. Uh, Miss TV it, with <laughs> go ahead. And the still, I was gonna say the Steelers don't play on Sunday now, thanks to the Raven. Um, so I guess I'll tune in and see and see what they put out. No game um, tonight. No game tonight either. So yeah, because it was supposed to be Ravens Cowboys. And that got put. That's that's now Tuesday, and Steelers and uh, the Washington Football Team are, is is Monday night. Like is is Monday at like five p.m. My initial thought so, was that's a stupid name, but it, the more I think about it, it's not that bad of a name either. It kind of it kind of yeah, but it's not going to be it's not going to be permanent. They're going to be called something. Next it might year. be. It might be. Um, I heard. I heard this was just. I heard that was just for this season. I heard, and then I've heard that's changed. Really? Uh, yeah, I've heard that that they've actually kind of liked it, and it's kind of oh caught my on. God, it, it kind of has a soccer feel to it, but I don't mind it now. I, at first, I thought, oh, this is dumb, but yeah. Um, I guess we'll see what they do next. Season. If they look, if they're still the Washington Football Team next season, then it's not changing. Yeah, that, but I, I kind of have a feeling that they're they're going to do something else in the off season. It, it came out within the last month or so that they're actually considering on keeping it now. That's hilarious. There's your uh, uh your, there's your LITMC sports break. <laughs> we need hopefully, a spon- so hopefully the Steelers beat their ass on Monday. We need a sponsor for the LITMC sports break. We need I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm so tired of the Steelers playing up and down to their competition. It's it's really it's really fucking frustrating. That game of, that game last night frustrated the shit out of me. I'm tired of the Bears not winning in November. Well, you guys you guys need to, you know, get a better quarterback. Offense was pretty good on Sunday though. Couple mistakes. Maybe it's your coach, lad. Maybe you need to get rid of the coach. Well, I know, I mean, I was so excited with Nagy. I mean, dude was in KC with uh with uh <coughs> Andy Reid. I've just seen so many times where the assistants go off on their own and get their head coaching job and they shit the bed. Matt Patricia. It, it, it happens so many times with people leaving Belichick, for example. Dude, that they was so go funny. off on their own and try to do something that, and they that, just Matt, they, Matt, they Matt Patricia. Uh, that was so funny. And, and uh, the, the one guy that went to Denver but went back to New England, what the fuck's his name? McDaniels. Yeah, McDaniels. You know, I mean, it's, it's happened to a lot of people. That were under that it was, were under Belichick. It was so funny. Fans, uh, uh, Detroit Lions fans, were thanking Deshaun Watson for getting Matt Patricia fired. Oh boy! 
Ms. TV with Seamus. Uh, Ms. and Morrison trying to drive that wedge between Seamus and Drew. I think it's too obvious that Shane. I don't want. I don't really don't want Seamus to turn on Drew. I think I it's, feel it's. I feel we're. It's getting inevitable, but I feel we're getting it at the Rumble. Yeah, it's inevitable, but I, I almost don't want to. I almost don't want it to happen, but it's inevitable. Who do you put against Drew at Mania? Like let's let's say well, Drew's still, let's say like, Drew's still champ by Mania. That was, who's who's uh, his opponent? That was one of my DMs to you the other day, or it might have been on Monday. I, I DM'd you, and I'm like what's the w what's what's the mania because i don't i i did i couldn't think of it because i think obviously well uh, tlc was supposed to be Braun. yeah he's hurt and they had to pivot to aj which they could have done aj and mania but they can't do aj and mania now so and let's and let's just say they do sheamus and drew at the rumble where do you go for wrestlemania i mean i guess the only thing you could do is have somebody Maybe somebody from SmackDown win the Rumble and challenge him that way. Like, and I don't even know who you. I don't even know who you do. I don't even know who you'd pick at, at, at this point. I just, I just don't. I don't know. I they haven't. To me, they haven't built anybody up enough. I'm looking at the um, uh, to be to be a credible <clears throat> challenger. I'm looking at the Raw roster, and yeah. I'm, uh... Like AJ would have been the perfect pick. I mean, I guess they could do McIntyre and Strowman at Mania, but I ain't gonna be excited about it. Like, I ain't excited about that idea. Keith Lee should have been in that position, and they fucked him up already to the point where I don't think they can get him hot enough to do. I mean, it, it, do it, it in time it, for Mania. And if if they would have booked him better, if they would have booked him better in 2020 yeah you could have done andrade not in mania if they booked him better they could uh <laughs> i don't want to see that anyway last time we saw that they fucking he fucking injured drew keith lee would be interested maybe, maybe that started my andrade hate yeah i mean keith lee would be fun but they they really need they need to start building him up now it's like, got to be a. Really, it's really got to really be. Work. It's got to be a SmackDown guy because it can't be. It can't be Orton because they're, they're, I'm hearing the plan for. Oh, dude, we're we're idiots. It's going to be the Fiend. It's going to be McIntyre and the Fiend. Okay, that's that's what they're going to do. I mean, unless you can tell me somebody on SmackDown that make will make me change my mind. Mojo Raleigh. Shut you. But no, right right now I'm gonna say it's McIntyre and uh, Mania, uh, which know. means somebody from SmackDown will win the Royal Rumble because they don't need they don't need the Fiend to win the Rumble. Drew and Seth feuded, right? Oh, into the ground. Yeah. Speaking of which, where the hell you didn't you notice Lars Sullivan's disappeared lately? I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I mean, seriously, I would. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Just have fucking. Fucking have someone like uh, Tomasa Champa win the Rumble. 
Yeah, they ain't doing that. How good would that feud be, though, Champa and, and Drew? I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but I just, I just don't see them doing that. I mean, to me, to Vince, Vince would see Champ as somebody that's too small. Yeah, you know, to to get in the ring with him. Yeah, probably the Fiend. I thought, I thought TLC uh, dude, was going to be. Know, you know threat. what? I, you know what? I'd really like to say, but they will. They, there's no way they'd do it. And this is just like a dream match scenario because I I Drew can't recall this ever happening. Close. <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I think that would be amazing. And maybe it's happened and I'm just blanking, but I can't recall that match ever taking place. And I think they could put on a WrestleMania-worthy main event. Would you hate Jeff Hardy yes. in, that, in that scene? He's, 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 he's a shell of what he used to be. If they would have... If, if Vince would have booked him better... In 2020, well, that, that could be a lot of people. If yeah. Vince would have booked him better in 2020, John Morrison would be a great choice. I'm, if he was booked better, he's booked he, as a joke right now, though. Yeah, I know. I agree. Do you think there's a chance they're going to do the slow build, the slow burn, and maybe do Sheamus and Drew at WrestleMania? It's probably I mean, do you, the do you think best. There's a chance that they might hold off on that. On paper, that's probably the best story you could tell. And Sheamus has had great fucking matches with Riddle twice. Yeah. So him and Drew at May that's probably the Mania match. I wouldn't I wouldn't headline the show with it. No. It'll close um, with it'll close with Roman Rock, regardless if that's for the title or not. That's gonna end the show. Yeah. Like yeah, as long as the rock's doing it, I, I agree. Yeah. If, um if not, then uh you know then you we gotta do, then we gotta look, then we gotta figure if not if not if not, I think Ronda Rousey will be, I think Ronda Rousey can be back by then and Ronda could headline Mania against if we don't Sasha have rock, or Charlotte or something. I, we, I don't know. If, if we don't have Rock if Rock is off the table for Mania, if Rock and Roman is off the table for Mania that would then, be bad. I, then it's going to be Daniel Bryan taking the title off of Reigns at Mania. I've heard some people suggest Roman versus Jimmy versus Jay in a triple threat match at WrestleMania if uh, or if they can't get the Rock. Um, but I I don't I don't know. I don't. I would like that more as a as a match that didn't involve the title. In like Jay finally got a win on Roman or something like that. I but I don't I don't want to see the Usos. No offense to the Usos. I don't. I just don't want to see the Usos going for, you know, the the big belt. I, I would. Uh, I would not hate rewarding Jay with the work he's done with a title at mess at Mania. I would not hate it. Just as a yeah, fan. Yeah, but, but maybe Intercontinental or uh, Intercontinental or U.S. But I mean, Jay, level uh, run for Jay. I don't want to see Jay with the world title. Jimmy's supposed to be back in January, I think. So. Look at that. We talked a lot more WWE than expected. We're not well, done yet that's, either. That, that's that's what happens when you're so excited about wrestling in general. You, you start wanting to talk about everything. Uh, Baszler and Jax lost to Oscar and Lana again. This is now making me think that they won't, the titles aren't going to change. At TLC. 
Dude, the only possible outcome at TLC is Lana putting uh is Lana putting Nia Jax to a table in a tables match. Yeah. I mean, they have to change them now. You haven't beaten them if three they, straight if, times now? If they don't look, they've already protected Nia both matches. Both matches Shane has taken a loss. They're setting up for Nia to be the one to take the fall in the tables match. And if they don't do it, these last two months of build have been for absolutely nothing. Day. <laughs> oh boy. Kofi and Xavier come out. Kofi congratulating, congratulating Woods on being named as a new host of the G4 network. And man, that holiday G4 special was great. Wasn't it, Matt? It was, it was definitely entertaining. We got a, Ron Ron Funchess the creepy G4 stalker psycho Ron Funchess and Austin Creed Xavier Woods saving the day um that was a good special I like that and they did a they did a a a revival of attack of the show because well Ron Funchess made them made the set <laughs> out of cardboard uh, some more uh, shit talk between New Day and Hurt Business, leading to Cedric Alexander and Xavier Woods. Uh, only got about six minutes. I wish I would have gotten maybe about uh, double that, maybe uh, uh, to give us a, it's still a fun, fun, entertaining match for the what we got um, with Cedric winning. Obviously, I, I said on the show last time, last week, that Hurt Business are not done with New Day. Um. Chase Styles with Omos backstage and Riddle doing his thing. And, it, and it, it, it's so funny. Uh, Riddle uh, uh, said Skipper and made Omos pop and, and, and uh, Omos knew that was the name of Riddle's rabbit. It's, it's just so, it just cracks me up that Omos knows every, uh, Omos and Riddle have a relationship. It just cracks me up. It's Apparently so, they were in the same PC class. It, it's so random. It's funny, but, uh, I've liked the uh, the pairing of almost with uh, AJ. I've heard that he's just not where they want him to be in the ring. Like he's super super slow. So, but Vince loves those big guys, doesn't he? I don't know, pal. Triple threat match, which was a very great match. Uh, a surprise. This wasn't the main event. Uh, but AJ Styles, Riddle, and, and Keith Lee for uh, number one contendership. As Matt predicted, AJ Styles gets the win and will take on Drew at TLC. Uh, Notice how we're not factoring Miz into any WrestleMania plans. <clears throat> I hate what they've done to that guy. He deserves so much better. It was funny on Miz TV how Miz was talking shit about how long it's been since Sheamus is champion when it's been 12 years since Miz has been champion. Uh, During the ricochet burial to Slapdick, uh, Dana Brooke came out and slapped Ali, which I liked that part of it. Uh, it, There are some things to retribution I'm liking and uh, uh, the continuation of Dana Brooke uh, getting revenge for getting uh, beat down by uh, 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 by reckoning, 
And that led to Dana Brooke against Reckoning, and it ended. Uh, that match was quicker than a hiccup and led to the funniest part of the night to me, Matt, when Ollie yelled at Reckoning that there is no failure in retribution. <laughs> I can't. I can't even say it with a straight face, Matt. You look up failure and re- you look up failure in the dictionary and retribution. There's a picture of retribution there. Um, I've seen theories. I've seen theories that this leads to to uh, Mia quitting or uh, uh, quitting retribution and going back to Mia Yim. She'd be all of a lot better off get off the sinking ship while she still can. Fucking <clears throat> pair her up with Keith Lee like they did in NXT. You don't even have to do that. Just let her be the single star we know she can be. Well, yeah, I know. But, I mean, uh, kind of acknowledge that relationship on Raw like they did on NXT, and it, it, it kind of it, it would kind of help her because Keith Lee's a uh, definitely made a name for himself. Uh, I, think Keith, I think Keith Lee needs some help getting herself, getting him, getting himself over right now. At least Vince is protecting him with all these DQ finishes, so at least there's that. Back, like, I got I got dynamite replay on my TV right now. And can I just say how cool of a boss Tony Khan must be to let Britt Baker wrestle in Pittsburgh Steelers gear in, in the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. That's a cool boss. You booing. Don't boo me. You should be booing yourself. Steelers are going to blow it playoffs anyways shut your mouth Mahomes I'd, rather, I, I, I'd rather i'd rather us lose in the regular season but i only want to lose once because i want to keep fucking home field advantage away from kansas city i i don't even know who kansas city has left but i'm just begging for them to lose one more fucking game so we can we can lose one game and have a cushion well the bonus to all this is there's only one bye. yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm saying i just I'm actually I'm looking up the Kansas City Chiefs schedule right now. I already now. got it. I already got it up. I'm way ahead of you, man. Uh Broncos, Dolphins, Saints, Falcons, Chargers. That's not necessarily world beaters. They could lose to the Dolphins, the Saints, or the Chargers. Those are though all three of those games are, are losable. They're gonna they're gonna smash the Broncos. They they're not the gonna the Falcons are a joke. They're not going um, to lose to the Chargers at home, though. Oh, they're they're in Kansas City. Yeah, and, and Herbert kind of. But at showed, least, but at least Dolphins and Dolphins and Saints are both at home. Herbert showed uh, he was human last week, so. Look, no, there's hope. There's hope there. It's, I, I look. I feel like the how many Steelers losses do the Chiefs? 50, have? The Chiefs have two or one, three losses. Chiefs have one loss. Oh, Chiefs only have one loss. Yeah, that's why I'm saying we're we're that that's the that's my worry. Steelers have uh, Steelers have Washington, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indy, and Cleveland. They also have a pretty cake scheduled. I'm most worried about Buffalo. And uh, Indy's well, yeah, Indy had a good defense, but they've been getting torched lately. So Buffalo at home. In Buffalo is my main concern. In Buffalo, um, yeah. If we, yeah, if we, if we <laughs> December can, could be a foot of snow on the ground too. Yeah, if we can get past Buffalo, I feel like we have a chance, the potential to run the table. Dodge but I'd, ra- I'd rather lose a game in the regular season 
then end up losing our first game in the playoffs. Uh, dodging, so, you're also dodging that you don't have to face Burrow, so who was been was getting kind of catching fire there before he got towards ACL. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm really hoping we can I'm really hoping we can just stay ahead of Kansas City. I don't care about going undefeated. I just care about getting the first seed in the bye. That's that's because I, I want for Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. I want them to have to come to Pittsburgh to get it. Because I don't think Kansas <clears throat> City's defense is as good as everybody thinks it is. I think their offense is elite. And I, I, I think Kansas City's offense is the best in the league. Thank you, I don't uh, think I don't think their defense is as good as as everybody thinks it is, and I think you. the Steelers can actually do things against their D. Thank you to Tyreek Hill in my big money league. Thank you. Oh my god, dude, he had a ridiculous. I really, I thought the Bucks were going to beat them. I and had, they, a, and then they went out like seventeen nothing. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Right I had, now? A, I had Hill in a lot of DraftKings lineups too. So yeah, Hill, Hill did good for me. Um. Miz and Morrison uh, show up with a peach pie because, well, AJ Styles is from Georgia, the peach state, so they figure they'll suck up that way because uh, they want AJ Styles to um, – uh, uh, they want help from AJ Styles to uh, soften up Drew so Miz can cash in because AJ's like, oh, I'd rather face you, Miz. Um, funny part about that is uh, – when they leave and uh, Styles says, uh, 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 leave the pie. And so they did. And uh, almost says, that's not a pie, that's a cupcake. <laughs> that's about right, ain't it? I thought that was a yeah, funny Bob, line. Yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it, was, it was fun. I, I laughed at the time, and I have no idea why I laughed, but I, I did. You just, don't so. expect, you just don't expect something like that from almost. It's like almost like. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Almost. It, it's almost like. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it's kind of almost like they're baby faces, but yet they're acting heel. Obviously, they acted heel here uh, in the main event uh, after Drew McIntyre cut yet another great promo like he's been doing. We had our main event, Drew and Sheamus against Miz and Morrison. Styles uh, hit a phenomenal forearm on Drew to cause the D- the DQ finish. Um, <clears throat> uh, Miz and Morrison asking what Styles was doing. Styles is telling him to cash in. So uh, Morrison hits Starship Pain. Miz hits Skull Crushing Finale on McIntyre. Almost hands Style the briefcase. Miz thought about it. He wasted too much time like a fucking dope. Wasted too much time. Chad Patton comes running down, but McIntyre recovered and uh, got rid of Morrison and then hit a Claymore on Miz and then stared down <clears throat> with Styles, who then bailed with almost carrying him off to end Raw. I like the end of Raw, though. That was pretty good. Yeah, what, what, do, you, uh, what do you do with Miz here? I don't know. Mania? I, really do. I really don't know. I, I, I don't think there will be a Mania cash-in. I would like it, just Miz deserves it. But Sheamus could beat Sheamus could beat Drew, and Miz cashes in on Sheamus. I mean that that's possible. 
if we're putting Sheamus and, and Drew in at Mania, right? You know? Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I, don't know. I see Miz as more of a failed cash and attempt than anything else. Um, heading into headlines, sad news. We learned yesterday that Pat Patterson passed away at the age of 79. Um, <coughs> probably known to the masses as being one of the stooges during the attitude era, but um, Pat was so much more than that behind the scenes and being one of Vince's right-hand men. um, Patterson created the Royal Rumble concept, which has become my favorite pay-per-view of of them all in WWE. Uh, Before that, even Pat Patterson, a very accomplished wrestler. Uh, A lot of people probably know he is the first ever intercontinental champion. Um, made a a legendary announcement during the Legends House show that he, he came out as gay, which uh, you know wasn't really everybody a surprise. Really, yeah, which everybody really already knew. Yeah, and not a surprise to everybody. But uh, and then uh, just his relationships um with all the wrestlers throughout the years, and uh, you know I'm not going to read all the tributes because that'll we've already had a long show and that would probably double the show because there were so many tributes. Dude, it's really sad how many people from Legend House are no longer with us. I know. That's depressing to think about. <clears throat> and, um, you know, uh, one thing I, I will share of uh, tribute, uh, Matt Cardona posted a really cool picture of, of Pat talking with him and Brian Myers kind of probably giving him advice. I thought that was a really cool uh, picture that Cardona shared on his Instagram. But, um, yeah, very sad. But uh, um, very good man, very important man in pro wrestling history. As we mentioned, um, <coughs> as we mentioned earlier on Raw, uh, uh, Xavier Woods is – part of the g4 launch and so uh it has been all official i don't know uh it's gonna be um it'll be on youtube i don't know when they're gonna start doing uh, putting out content or if they already have i have I haven't looked the last couple of days uh, I, would, I would assume next year yeah so it'll be uh exciting to see g4 relaunch man and uh, you know i i, I would have guessed those people are coming back for it right they were in that if they were in that special I would ser- I would certainly hope so. Obviously, Olivia Munn is a megastar now compared to uh, you know with with Hollywood. Um, but you know, I'm I'm sure she could probably still do. I, I'd love to see them uh, do attack the show with Kevin Pereira. Uh, obviously, got Morgan Webb and Adam Sessler with the X play, which I love that show too. So uh, those are the, the two <coughs> the two big uh, shows that were on G4. So it'll be exciting to see uh, what they do with that relaunch. I did not know this, but uh, WWE posted a ultimate gift guide for Black Friday. You can buy the Fiend's lantern with the guy with the head. Yeah, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> That's a little creepy. Why the fuck would I want that? Yeah. Why the fuck would anybody want that? 
Shane Helms returned to the WWE to work as a producer. Uh, he was backstage at Survivor Series and uh, worked as a producer for Raw. He had been let go back in April and, of course, made a, a cameo in the Elite Deletion. And uh, Dave Finley also returning back <coughs> to the WWE as a, a producer after being furloughed back in April. Name is Finley. He loves to fight. Um, Hook, the son of Taz, uh, Hook trademarked by uh, uh, by uh, Taz's son, and uh, he also appeared in. Uh, uh, on AEW, um, in that segment with uh, Taz and Cody Rhodes, so they have uh, <clears throat> uh, trademarked that name. Of course, uh, we all know where Taz was from. If you you were a fan of ECW, the Red Hook District, so um, so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, so. <laughs> That that reminds me. Uh, that was something I didn't bring up on uh, Dynamite from last week. Was when Cody dropped that line, uh, "Going to my wrestling school." <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? That whole thing with Taz was good last week. Taz puts trademark on human suplex machine. They have announced that uh, there will be a twenty-four with Keith Lee coming soon. That'll be pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> Mike Tyson, did you watch that uh, on Saturday, Matt? Yes, I did. That was an entertaining show, wasn't it? And I think Tyson would have knocked his ass out if he wouldn't have fought the match high. That too, but I think I think it was more of a they were just doing an exhibition. It was I think it was always going to go the distance, and and uh, always was going to be a pro wrestling work that it was going to be a draw. I, think I, it, I I hate boxing. I think that was the plan that all the time. That was a plan. I think that was a plan all along. Uh, but hey, man, Mario Ronaldo on the call. Good to hear. And he wasn't even originally going to be the play-by-play guy. Yeah. Uh, how good was Snoop Dogg? Him and him and, him and Mario cracked me up together. I think I I think I tweeted that night that Mario and. Snoop Dogg were the commentator team. The commentary team I never knew I needed. Sounded like uh, Mara was pissing off Sugar Ray a little bit, too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Quite a few people pointed that out. Mara rocking a, a mullet, man. It's, it's the COVID hair, man. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. Uh, I hope, uh, hope Mara returns to pro wrestling sometime soon. I, I just I doubt it. Like I'm like unless he does something with like the NWA or whatever. Like I don't even know where he would go. And uh, well, I mean, I, I said this before on the show. I mean, he could go to AEW and JR retires. True. Excalibur does not. I mean, Excalibur. Like there are times where JR does play by play and Excalibur does the color. You know, so it, it easily you know trade off. They could trade off. It, it's not. It wouldn't be that hard to do. And then, of course, uh, Nate Robinson and, and Jake Paul. All the memes. Ugh. Did you see how much they got paid? Co-main event? Like $600 or something. Tyson and Jones made a million each, and Nate Robinson and Jake Paul made $600. Oh, well. Jake Paul wants to fight 
Mac- uh, Conor McGregor, and that story is not dying. So I'm wondering <laughs> if that'll happen. Uh, and look, if everybody wants to see Jake Paul get his lights knocked out, then get it, make it, make it so. Man, I thought I thought it were, I thought we were going to see it with Nate Robinson, but Jesus Christ, that guy wouldn't slow down. And then he got caught. He got got, as our truth would say. He was not good at all. Uh, uh, sad news in the wrestling world: Jimmy Rave announced that he has to uh, uh, retire from the ring at the age of 37 due to an infection in his arm, which led to having to amputate his arm. So, uh, some sad news there. Uh, many, many may remember Jimmy Rave as uh, uh, tagging with Lance Archer and uh, teaming with uh, uh, with uh, uh, Christy Hemi as part of the Rock and Rave connection. Um, but so yeah, some sad news there that that uh, that uh, Jimmy uh, has to retire and and fucking lost his arm too, man. Um, <clears throat> a cla- uh, you ever watched the movie Body Slam from the mid '80s with Roddy, with Piper? I don't think so. Uh, movie from 1986 is going to get a uh, a new DVD and Blu-ray release. Um, uh, also stars uh, Tonga Kid, Lou Albano, and uh, Dirk Benedict. And so uh, it, it's it's cla- it's classic 80s, Matt. So you know, if you like cheesy 80s, you, you'll, you'll 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 love Body Slam. Plus, it's got Piper, man. So old hot rod, Hogan. Uh, get well soon, Devon Dudley. It's been uh, he announced on a recent episode of his uh, Table Talk podcast. He's been dealing with some health problems in the recent weeks, which is why he's uh, missed uh, appearances on the on the podcast recently, and has not been at TV tapings as well. Uh, WWE files trademarks for Austin three sixteen. <laughs> they applied for a trademark for Friendship Frog. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Oh my god! Uh, the full lineup for Triple A's Triple Mania eighteen or twenty eight shit off by ten. Triple Mania twenty eight, uh, which will take place uh, December twelfth. Um. <clears throat> uh. Triple A World, uh, some some uh, names that you'll recognize. Triple A World Tag Team Championships. Your champions are Penta and Phoenix, and uh, they'll, they'll take on uh, Tejano Junior, uh, Rey Scorpion, and Octagon Junior, and uh, Ms. Tizzy's. Jesus Christ, that's a hard one to say. Uh, triple Threat Match for the Triple A World Tag Team Championships. Um. Blue Demon Jr. is going to team with uh, L.A. Park. L.A. Park and his son, Iho de L.A. Park, and they'll they'll take on uh, three people in, in a, uh, a triple threat match. They're taking on Psycho Clown, Monster Clown, and Murder Clown. I'm guessing there's a theme there, Matt. Certainly sounds like it. Uh, and for the Triple A Mega Championship, Kenny Omega will take on the Laredo Kid. Kenny should walk out with like both belts or something, you know, do the old Austin Aries thing. 
I'd be okay with it. Matt, uh, would you like to be hired by the WWE? They are seeking. No. A, they are seeking a talent brand manager. I don't care. Uh, you, you will handle and grow the brands of leading television and social media personalities within WWE. You got to be self motivated, positive. Oh, whoops. <laughs> positive towards the WWE. We're fucked. Sounds like uh sounds like uh, kind of something similar to what Cornell's doing. Kind of similar. Possible. Congratulations to Leon Ruff, your North American champion, and NXT referee Aja Smith as they are now engaged. Uh, NWA is debuting a new series, half-hour shows called Shockwave. The first one debuted uh, this week on YouTube, um, which included Camille taking on Heather Monroe, Eli, wait, Eli Drake, Dummy. Yeah. taking on Jordan Cruz, and NWA champion Nick Aldis taking on Mike Bennett. Also announced Mar- uh, Maureen Tracy, who was the general manager of the NWA, has announced her departure from the company. And also sounds like Zicky Dice is leaving as well. Uh-oh. Outlandish! Uh, some viewership. Friday Night Smackdown. For uh, Black Friday, dropped about 70000 to $2.141 million. Monday Night Raw from this past week dropped about 60000 down to one point four seven. The third hour has been a little stronger lately. Uh, they've been holding around the one point seven to 1.6 range a lot better than they've been doing lately. But NXT against AEW. As expected, a bloodbath. 913,000 for AEW. I thought they'd break a million, Matt. They would if NXT wasn't on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> NXT draws 658. 18 to 49 demo, 0.42 to 0.16. AEW almost tripling NXT in the 18 to 49. Did you did you see the mail eighteen to thirty four? I heard about it. I don't have it in front of me, but I heard about it. Dude, point two nine for AEW to a point oh four for NXT. What was the AEW number again? Point two nine. Point oh four. Point oh four. Um, over seven times. Yeah. Freaking ass being. Uh, apparently Vince McMahon's new uh, thing, new stick up his ass is time cues. He's reprimanding not just talent, but producers if things go over time. So there's your, there's your uh, latest stick up the ass for, um, for Vince. WWE announced the Slammies are coming back. 
that'll be on the WWE Network uh, sometime in December. Be the 2020 Slammies. Best use of the Slammy ever, Owen Hart. You agree? Yes. Oh, out for sure. <clears throat> um, first match for uh, Ring of Honor's final battle, which I've heard Ring of Honor's been good lately. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed their TV as of late. I finally found it on cable again. They switched on me because it used to be on like the CW. Uh, and then all of a sudden it quit recording and I'm like, oh, I didn't, and I, but I, we weren't really covering Ring of Honor much anymore with, uh, the elite leaving. So I, yeah. didn't really, I didn't really look into it. Uh, they're on Fox now for me. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, I have set it to record, but I'm going to go back. I, I, I heard, uh, I think from one of the Fightful guys, uh, uh, might've been Joe. On fight, it said this past week's Ring of Honor was really good, so I might go, might go to the Fight TV app and and, and pop in uh, last week's Ring of Honor. There you go. Uh, but announced first ama- uh, first match announced for final battle. This will be a good one. Jay Briscoe against EC3. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, United Wrestling Network president Dave Marquez announced that uh, Primetime Live will be taking a break. Obviously, California is locking down their restrictions. I mean, as if you follow sports, you know that San Francisco 49ers are forced to uh, move their home to Arizona for the time being <coughs> due to the Santa Clara restrictions. So, um, so they look to... Um, uh, come back in 2021. In the meantime, uh, NWA Shockwave uh, is taped through the rest of the year. Oh, hey, Matt, you excited for uh, WWE Supercard Season 7? No. Yeah, me neither. I deleted that game a long time ago. Trash! Uh, John Cena will be re- releasing two books next year. Um, one will be a kid's book. And the other will be for all ages. It uh, looks like a, a kid's book and a motivational book or something like that. So, WWE announced signing of six former or six signings, including former Impact stars uh, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz from the Rascals. Of course, we said that earlier. No Trey Miguel, which makes me wonder if AEW gave him a little call. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Alex Brandenburg, who went under the name Alex Zane, he wrestled for Game Changer Wrestling, Black Label Pro, and uh, Ring of Honor. He's been a, a uh, wrestler for 15 years. Uh, Sujiro Higuchi, um, trained by Tajiri, competed in Wrestle One and All Japan. Anriel Howard, <clears throat> 23 year old, played college basketball for Mississippi State and Texas A&M, and she was also selected in the 2019 WNBA draft where she played for the Seattle Storm. And Russ Taylor is the final one, and uh, he competed in WXW in Germany as well as Japan. Yeah, that is so weird that they did not sign Trey Miguel. Yeah. Uh, Just as we trash... 
a WWE mobile game will say a new one has been <coughs> uh, released for iOS and Android. WWE Undefeated is now out. Uh, we mentioned that that uh, that game a couple weeks ago on the show. Head to head gameplay, whatnot. I don't. I might try it for a minute and probably delete it. Have you tried it? I'm actually playing fucking with it right now. As those we're on the call, so it's it's all right. It's it's the it's it's the Power Rangers game with with WWE guys. Which you said you said that on the show. Yeah, it's ex- it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. <coughs> um, uh, yeah. So for the first time ever. Uh, we got impact on access TV audience. Um, there was an article that came out earlier today saying they'd been averaging about 130, 135,000 people uh, throughout 2020. And uh, this week's edition of impact headlined by <coughs> Willie Mack and Chris Bay brought in 166,000 <coughs> overnight 0.05 in the 18 to 49 demo. Uh, placed 121st in uh, cable TV. So keep that number handy, 166, as we see where it goes with Kenny Omega <clears throat> appearing next week. And let's wrap things up with our takeover war games. War games! Predictions. Um. First up, Timothy Thatcher, Tomasa Champa. What's your official prediction, Matt? As you saw, you thought it could go both ways. I think Thatcher's going to win, but I would much rather see freaking. I would much rather see freaking uh, Champa win. I'm gonna. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Champa for the simple fact that I think Mania Weekend takeover. I think we're heading towards Ciampa Balor. It's certainly possible. I think in between there, we got. I, I would love to see Kushida and, and Balor, but I don't know if that's even on the table anymore. Uh, I, I'd assume with Balor appearing on NXT uh, uh, last week that he's probably pretty close to, to returning. Strap match between Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes. Um, I'm going to go Cameron Grimes uh, 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 defeating the Demons and beating Dexter Loomis here, Matt. Uh, I think Loomis wins. All right, so we're, we're split on the first two matches, which sometimes is rare on the show. Triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Leon Ruff, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Matt. I, if they don't have, if Ruff doesn't retain, then what was the fucking point? Um, so then I, I think, I think Ruff's going to fucking retain. I agree. I think Ruff's going to retain. <clears throat> Part of me thinks Gargano gets pinned and Priest turns heel on Ruff. And then eventually Priest takes it back. Maybe takes it back. Maybe Priest stays babyface and helps Leon. For the time being, until somebody takes it off him, I don't know. I, I could see Priest kind of pr- being a protector for Ruff and then turning on him down the line and then taking Maybe. it. Um, 
But I've been impressed with Priest lately that I, I wouldn't hate him getting moved up to the uh, cha- uh, the NXT championship picture either. Women's War Games match. Shotzi, Ember, and Rhea, and Io taking on Candice and Dakota and Raquel and Tony. Speaking of, before we get our, our pick in here, Matt, uh, what are your thoughts on heel Tony Storm? I like it. I, I like her better as a baby face. I felt it was it was a turn for the sake of a turn because they didn't feel that that uh Indy Hartwell was was ready to be in this match. Yeah. And I just I don't like not a not a not a fan. Um I gotta go sh- I got I gotta go Shotzi just to the, uh, to get her final oh, ultimate revenge for Candace destroying the tank and all that. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I almost was hesitating with both babyface teams winning, which leads us to the other War Games match. The era against um, Pat McAfee, Dunn, Birch, and Lorkin. Clearly, era's winning that one, right, Matt? I would, I would certainly say so, yeah. Either way, we're going to be entertained. Gonna be a fun. It's a good takeover lineup. I I like all five matches. Um, curious to see what they do with that triple threat, though. That's going to be the biggest question mark, I think, of the evening. But uh, that's fun. Well, uh, I don't know what the official clock is on this show, but I know it's been a long time. Uh, we, we we've been recording recording for a long time because you know why. Accurate. Because we're excited, baby. So that's going to do it for Lost in the Midcard. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way. Typically Wednesday, but this week it's Friday. So that subscribe helps you uh, let you know when that uh, those those special day, uh, special episodes come. Um but, of course, we'll be back to Wednesday next week because we got to talk about him, what's going to happen on Impact. We're going to literally get right on the microphone after Impact is done. Uh, you can also do the video version of the podcast on the YouTube. Links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the midcard or our Twitter at LITMC podcast. And uh, you can also follow us on the Twitter as well when we uh, do our ramblings about, uh, about wrestling and uh, anything else. Matt's on there at Rob Showtime. I'm on there at JB Huskers. And uh, before we ride off into the sunset and uh, (laughs) look forward to Impact Wrestling, which is something we've been saying for three months now, which is pretty crazy. But now it's even more ramped up that we're looking forward to Impact Wrestling. Matt, what are your final thoughts? Um, Last couple days of wrestling have been pretty damn great. I'm very very much looking forward to seeing what's going to happen uh, next week. The power has shifted. It is shifted. It'll be fun uh, to see what happens on impact and uh, it's about to get crazy, ain't it? Yes, sir. Just in time for rumble and WrestleMania season. We're going to get crazy all around, baby. 
For Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard, and we will be back at you next week with our instant impact reaction. Thank you.